episode. What is it? This is Iconic Clash episode number 23. It's number 23. 23. Welcome. My name is Kyle Keezy. That guy. This is my partner in crime. I didn't have a name ready. Um, I'll be today. I'll be Dave Grohl. Okay. We all know Dave. Good old Dave Grohl. Off the cuff. That's good stuff, man. I like. I like my Dave boy Grohl. Myth in Arizona. My rap, my rap homie and shit. One of yeah. my good close friends. Um, he like grew his hair out. He used to have his head shaved like mine. He, like grew his hair out, and he always has it back in a ponytail. He just looks like a young Dave Grohl all the time. <laughs> so I was calling like you and your Dave Grohl haircut. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. So how you doing? I'm chilling. Yeah. All right. How you doing? Good. I feel like I'm uh, over a little bit. Hold on. Start playing with the camera. We good. First thing. All right, we good. We good. <laughs> just making sure everything's tight. How yeah. you like our background, everybody? This yeah, is. over here on the blue side. Fuck yeah. the pink side over there. Pink side's where it's at. Fuck the pink side. <laughs> pink Today, side can suck my dick. We are back to doing hopefully mornings once again. <laughs> Did, didn't get me. Back to right. hopefully doing mornings. Um, we're going. I would prefer to keep, dude. It's so much quicker to drive over here I in bet. the morning. I can like imagine. it's like half the time. I thought I was running way further behind than I was, and I like was driving over here. I'm like, I'm there. Like, how yeah. did this happen? <laughs> it's yeah, been I know. so long since we did mornings. It's nice. Yeah, like, normally you're coming over at rush hour. It's a pain, huge pain in the ass. That is like the longest rush hour ever, too, because that. Where that backs up on the freeway, mm-hmm. dude. That lasts like four hours. Yeah, a day. You gotta, it's not like an hour. Or I something. know. It's from like it's from the three p.m. to seven p.m. Yeah, like every it's day. fucking nuts, bro. <laughs> I like over here. I was like, I'm here. Like this is so fast. <laughs> nice. You normally ditch them all though, right? Or are you waiting that long ass line? You're such a bitch. I jumped on the ditching train. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Got tired of it. Yeah, you absolutely have well, to. Like the other thing too is like. It's a middle lane that's backed up. So it's like, you're all just fucking idiots. Yeah. Like, it's not like normal traffic being backed up. Like, if you're backed up in the middle lane, <laughs> like not on the left side, yeah. not on the right side, the middle lane, like, you're all fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, because you should be doing like a zipper effect. Everybody gets in both lanes and then everybody just kind of merges. In all honesty, that would be the smart way to do it. But anyway, all right. Who cares? Um, all right. So let's get We've into it. We've got a very packed show today. Yes. We'll be talking E3 for sure. Um, Enz is going to go over his Bonnaroo experience with us first, though. As you see, he's lost his voice. Yeah, I've lost my voice. <laughs> Broke his phone. Um, my phone is <laughs> fucked up. My brother's phone all the way died. He had to buy a new one. Oh, shit. Yeah, Bonnaroo is rough on us yeah so i'm um, just before we go any further all right like my brother tried to tell me about this because my brother's been to bonnaroo before okay i had never been to bonnaroo so my brother was trying to tell me like this is going to be the hardest thing ever and i was like it's a fucking music festival like right. so like whatever you know what i'm saying this is the hardest thing you will ever do in your life <laughs> <laughs> really it is the literally like literally that was the hardest four days of my life what like how why now, this is this is where it gets tricky because everybody asks me that, and I try to explain it to everybody, and it's become abundantly clear. You cannot understand that until you do it. Okay. Are you camping and, there? Yeah. Okay. Now, there's there was 80,000 people at Bonnaroo. God damn. Everybody at Bonnaroo knows how hard Bonnaroo is. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody that was there understands. <laughs> so, like, when I tell you I went to a music festival, we were outside for four days, mm-hmm. that just sounds like, yeah, buck up, whatever. It is... Dude, it's in Tennessee. It's hot as fuck. It is humid as shit. There is no relief. There's nowhere to go. Like, like if you go to Bunbury for three days or whatever, at the end, you like go sit in your hotel room. It's air conditioned, sure. whatever. Or you go to a restaurant, you sit down, whatever. Like you have moments of relief. Okay. 
There's nothing about it. <laughs> the biggest moment of relief that we got was Sunday. It started thunderstorming. Okay. And it cooled it off for a little bit. We all went out and um, took showers in the rain. <laughs> like it was raining super hard. So we just, because you can't get a fucking so shower unless was, you buy one. Was it Thursday through Sunday? Yes. Okay. Um, I was in Nashville on Monday, so it took me a little while to get back. Okay. Um, but. But you performed, right? It did. Okay. How'd that go? It was cool. It was just cool. It was cool. I mean, <laughs> Bonner has like seven stages. Mine was in like a little barn. Okay. Like there was a couple hundred people. Like it was cool. Oh, I got sweet. to open for Eminem. So that's like a cool thing yeah. to, to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like it was, it was just another show. Yeah, that's cool. Did I you, just liked it. So I can say that I did it. Did you meet anybody that um, gave you props or uh, did, were haters? Always. Galore? I'm the best rapper, bro. Everybody's <laughs> like, fuck Eminem. We came here to see you. Okay. Uh, no, but it was like the hardest fucking thing ever, bro. Like being in the sun for four days. And at night, it gets cold as fuck. Yeah. Like, the first day, somebody died. Because I think I read that online. Somebody died. I'm under the impression that it got cold as fuck at night. Mm-hmm. He went and got in his car and started his car, turned the heat on. Mm. Went to sleep in his car. When the sun came out, it's like 100 degrees, and it just baked, baked him, him the fuck out in the car. Now, he probably had to be on drugs, because yeah. a normal person wakes up and gets out the car. Right. Like, I think the first night... I got cold, got in the car. I didn't turn it on, but I got in the car, went to sleep. I woke up. It was hot as fuck, and I got out the car. Yeah. Now, if you turn the car on and you don't wake up, it's going to fucking cook you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah. had to be drugs, but yeah, dude fucking died day one. I made it through Damn. four days. That's how rough that <laughs> shit is, bro. But okay. it was... So who all went? Who was in your party? It was me, my brother, and our other friend, uh, Andy Dunn. Okay. How old are these guys? Um, Andy's a little bit younger than me. He was the youngest. He was 25, I think. And then my brother is nine years older than me. Okay. So he's pushing 40. Okay. He's like 39, 39, 39. Um, yeah, I thought my brother was going to die the first day when Cheryl Crow was on. He was like, we're in this mist tent. Like it was so fucking hot. I went and crawled in this mist tent and laid down just for like a break. And I passed out in the mist tent for like three hours. But uh, my brother, when he showed up, he like sat down in the mist tent and he just looked like a fucking, like you microwave a hot dog and it's just super red. He looked like that and he just couldn't fucking move. It was fucking hard. Yeah, that's rough. But it was fucking awesome. Wait, how was Cheryl Crow? Cheryl Crow was awesome. Yeah? Yeah, Cheryl Crow was really good. (laughs) She was. I mean, we didn't really fully enjoy it because when she was on, we were fucking dying. Yeah. So we all sat in the mist tent and watched it. (laughs) But she was really good, though. Cool. Cheryl Crow was great. And that was like... Cheryl Crow is one of those that, like, I'm not a big Cheryl Crow fan, but, like, outside of hip-hop... Yeah. She is an artist that I've always thought was really good, so sure. like it was fun to see her. She's good at her craft. She's she's a, really good. at But what I've she never does. met anybody that's like a diehard Cheryl Crow fan. Oh, she's really good at what all she I know does. is that all I wanna do she's is got, have some. She's fun. got all kinds I of got songs. A feeling. She's I like got that song. all kinds of songs. Oh, she's uh, really good. I put your picture away with Kid Rock. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna start running through some of the artists that I saw. Okay. okay yeah. First of all, I saw Adam Devine from the Workaholics. Oh fuck yeah! I saw him. Two times. What did he do there? Stand up. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. How was he it? Had, he had three sets, but they were all real short. They were all like 10-minute sets. Hmm. Initially, they had a comedy tent, and he was supposed to have like a full set in the comedy tent, but they scrapped the comedy tent. Okay. So he just basically went in between artists um, in one of the tents, and like he was on before T-Pain. Okay. Um, and before somebody else. He, like I said, he had three 10-minute sets. Was I saw two of the three. He was hilarious. Great. I love Adam Devine. <laughs> yeah, he's the shit. But he was really funny. He, he had like... <laughs> He had this funny like Bonnaroo story that he told where he's like talking about like the first time I came to Bonnaroo, I saw this guy driving a go-kart 
or a golf cart and he hit this other guy and he said the guy in the golf cart stood up and he was like sorry dude Bonnaroo <laughs> and he said the other guy just hopped up and looked at him and went Bonnaroo life and ran off and that's exactly like that's such a good depiction of what Bonnaroo's like yeah. like it's a real hippie culture, festival yeah so like there's no fights cool like, nobody fights nobody like everybody like if you're walking I got two miles to walk back to the campsite can I have a beer here have a beer you know what cool. I'm saying? like every it's real community oriented I like that it was it was a lot of fun okay um I mean Bonnaroo also is like one of those things where like, mind you, this is the first time I went to Bonnaroo, but like, it's kind of like a club or something. Like if you went to Bonnaroo, like, oh, me too. We're yeah, Bonnaroo buddies. You know what I'm saying? You. Like it's, <laughs> Bonnaroo was fucking tight. All right. So I saw T-Pain. All right. He was awesome. Okay. He was awesome. He play all the hits. He did. He was in, um, cause they have like, they have like seven st- main stages. Um, there's like the, the main stage and then the second main stage, which is very slightly smaller than the main stage. Okay. And they have like two tents after that, which are the next two biggest stages. And T-Pain was in one of those. And it was very obvious that he should have been on one of the main stages. Mm. Like, I think people think of T-Pain as like a couple years ago, like not current like that. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why he was where he was. But he had a bigger crowd than I'll say. I looked at he had I, a massive crowd, like it was packed for T Pain. When I looked at the little like flyer that shows all the bands, like he was like in the middle. I was like, who? I I couldn't name like thirty of the bands above him. He should have been higher up on yeah. the list. Like he packed it out, dude. Like, really? and that was like one of the talking points too. Like the rest of the day when you're like the rest of the festival when you were walking around, everybody's like, "Who's your favorite?" They're like Eminem, T Pain. Like he was he was one of the like Sweet. biggest. Yeah. All right. So who else did you see? I saw I saw Carnage, who was okay. a DJ that did an album with G Easy. Oh, was, okay. I I initially had not planned to see Carnage. It was something else I wanted to see. And I forget what happened, but I, I ended up seeing Carnage. Um it was alright. Okay. It was alright. I saw another DJ named Kazo, who I'm completely unfamiliar with. He was much better than Carnage. Wow, okay. Um, there was Bass Nectar one night. I had to crash out during Bass Nectar, though. I couldn't make it that far. Mm. I've heard that name, but I don't know shit about him. Uh, well, people loved him. Like That was like another high talking point. My brother saw him, and my brother said it was not good, but everybody else said it was great. Yeah. Um, I don't get I don't get the whole DJ shit. That's what honest. my brother was saying all weekend. He was like, I just don't understand. Yeah, like uh, just. But like, inter- I saw Kazo. He was awesome. Well, like to interject real quick, like I was just on Reddit yesterday and I seen somebody post like they were talking about like, cool DJs and shit. Some there's a whole thread about it, and somebody was like, "Here, look, somebody posted or here's the whole concert of Daft Punk. It was like from 2007 or something like that. But it was like some huge festival they did where it was like an hour and a half long. Somebody had the whole concert. They said." Go to 120 and it'll blow your mind. It gives me the shivers just watching. I'm like, okay, like, all right, let me right? check that out. I clicked on it and like went to 120. It was just it was like, like, I'll always say, DJ. it was just like, thanks. And like in the background, I said, like, whatever. It was like, thanks, friends, thanks. And like, they did that. I'm not kidding you for like five minutes straight. I was like, why? What do, the fuck do people see in this? Well, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, Mafiotic is. Like my rap crew was built upon um, like an EDM crew before that, um, so I've been exposed to that stuff a little more than I probably ever would have just on my own. Yeah, 
Um, so while I'm not a big fan of all that stuff, I've kind of learned to appreciate it. Okay. Um, I will say, uh, like to me, my perception of this is it's more than about the music. It's more about like the culture, the of experience it. of yeah. it, like taking drugs, watching fucking crazy light shows, and like being there be with people. Drugs. It's like it's like a it's like a it's like an experience. More it is watching a show. I got you. Okay. So like. Like I guarantee you, if you had if you had been there with me and you had watched Kazo and then Carnage the way that I did, yeah, there was a drastic difference in the experience. Okay, they're both DJs. Yeah, but Carnage was not as good, and Carnage is the one I would have picked to see out of the two, just yeah. because he did that album with G Easy. But like, Carnage was boring. <laughs> Kazo, don't even know who the fuck that is. It was fun. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't on drugs for any of that. So about the only the only DJ I think I could handle myself watching would be like Girl Talk. Do you know about Girl Talk? No, you ever heard, I've of? heard of him? I don't. He know just mashes songs together. Essentially, is all he does. But it's dope as fuck. Like they're perfect. I think mashups are cool. He's awesome I like at that. it. But um, but I, I've seen like another DJ open up for. I went and seen Lindsey Sterling a few years ago. Some DJ dude opened up for her, and he's like, "Come on, guys!" Like. Yeah. Like how everybody's just kind of like, what in the fuck, dude? I don't, I don't know. Anyways. Well, um, I saw Eminem. It was the second time I saw Eminem. Yeah. It was way better than the first time I saw Eminem. Okay. The first time I saw Eminem, he was all right. Yeah. This time was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Wow, really? Yeah, like, which makes me feel better about it because for a long time I've always been like, Eminem's one of my favorite rappers ever. He's all right live. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, this time I can be like, yeah, he was fucking awesome. You know okay. what I'm saying? Um, he brought out Skylar Gray to sing like all Rihanna's Sweet. parts, all Beyonce's parts, all that kind of shit. Hell yeah. That was fucking awesome. And she is fucking good. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, she was really fucking good. Um, he had DJ Alchemist with him, which he's had the last time. So I assume that's just always his DJ. But okay. he's also one of the best DJs hip hop's ever seen. So fucking rad again. And... This was my favorite part of all of Bonnaroo as far as like shows go. Um, and I got the impression nobody else cared. Okay. So I feel kind of like Eminem did this just for me because he did it for somebody that was going to care. Yeah. And I was the only person that I saw that cared. But he brought Royce to 5-9 out. Oh, sweet. And I was not expecting to see Royce and he brought Royce out. I was like, ah! That's awesome. Yeah, they did Fastlane and it was just like, like everybody else, I'm like going nuts, and everybody's like, "Who the fuck is that? Why are you so excited?" Royce the five nine. Nobody cared, but uh, so I felt like he almost did that just for me. How long was his set? It was like uh, hour and a half, two hours. Fuck yeah, yeah that's awesome. Um, he closed it out what Sunday night? No, he closed Saturday. Who closed Sunday? Killers. Um, killers. Okay. And well, Friday finish, was finish Muse. Eminem. Friday was Muse. Um, but yeah, Eminem was awesome. It was really, really, really good. It was way better than I had expected it to be. It was my highlight show. Hell yeah. Um, and to be fair, like my buddies, like my buddies that I went with, they like rap music, but like I would not expect them to pick a rap show as one of their highlights. They definitely well, both thought everyone it was likes Eminem, regardless. I mean, um, whether you're a rap guy or not, man. I mean, that's. It was so much better than the last time I saw him. And my brother kept saying this, and he's right. Like, there's a certain feeling about, like, seeing a show like that. It's one thing to see a big-ass show. Yeah. It's a whole different thing to see it with a Bonnaroo above yeah. the stage. Like, it's a, it's, it's a different experience. No, I feel that. And it was awesome. <coughs> um, I mean, the only thing I've seen that I could even relate that to is The Gathering. When, like, I mean, I've seen ICP 50 times, but... 
seeing him at the gathering in front of 10,000 people is pretty awesome. Yeah. You know? But I mean, so, like, this is 80. Yeah, that's pretty Like, amazing. this is the biggest in the fucking world. Like, fucking huge. Yeah, that's amazing. It was super fun. Um, also, Eminem, after I... Uh, I got back. My mom was asking me, like, I heard Eminem had gunshots in his I heard that his too. Set and everybody panicked. I seen I seen okay. an article about that. I'm just gonna tell you, I was there. Yeah. There were gunshots in his set. That's part of the song, right? I mean, it was probably like a sound effect in between songs or something like that, but like I did not see a single person panic or <laughs> mistake it for gunshots. Yeah. I see he was uh, catching some flack for that shit. Now maybe like there's eighty thousand people there, so like maybe a few people somebody freaked out. freaked out somewhere but it was not enough to even be noticeable in the mass okay at all shouldn't have been a new so story. that to me just seemed like it was blown out of proportion and kind of like a headline to smear eminem yeah i was there and not one of us even knew that that was a thing until my mom told us about it later okay like all of us were like didn't see any panic at all <laughs> all right um all right, so moving on. M was awesome. Royce to five nine. Hell yeah, there. I'm it jealous. Was fucking great. Royce to five nine. Skylar Gray, Alchemist. It was awesome. That sounds awesome. All right, um, we saw the Killers the last day. Yeah. Do you like the Killers? I we um, listened to the Killers on the way there. I did not like their music at all. Yeah. They they sing Mr. Brightside. Yeah, right? that was the first song they opened with. Okay. Um, I did not like them at all. We watched their set and they were fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I probably still won't listen to their music, yeah. but great fucking show. If somebody's like, I got a ticket to go see the Killers, you want to come? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. That's cool. It was awesome. Yeah, some bands, I mean, you, could I, just, you just appreciate that. You well, know? they, like, both my guys love the Killers. Yeah. Um. So, I'm we guessing they're probably Muse fans, too, then. Yeah, we'll get there. Um. First of all, I thought Mr. Brightside was one of the best songs. It was yeah. the one they opened. It was just good. I like that but song. I, I, I told them both, like, I think what made the live performance so good was uh what's his name Brandon Flowers the lead singer I don't know um he was a great frontman yeah like a really He's really like good true front pro. Man. like he was he was captivating like not nothing nothing against the rest of the band but like he was the reason they were so great sure sure and it was I had a lot of fun so I know they have another oh they have another song somebody told me that you had a boyfriend that you had a girlfriend <laughs> that shit yeah back in February yeah, yeah some weird shit they I were like talking that about shit. the lyrics that shit it was it was a really good show though I, I've never like listened to a Killers album but I do like those songs maybe I'll check them out well I'll say like all weekend they're like yeah and the Killers on something I'm like I don't fucking care about yeah. the Killer like I'll go see them but like I don't care they have and the coolest we, name and then they sing like the gayest music dude, we, <laughs> they put on a good fucking show though dude it was awesome. <laughs> it was. It was really good. I'm really Sweet. glad I was there for it. That's awesome. Um, we saw Muse. Yeah, I've, I've heard that Muse is like one of the best bands ever, but I don't know shit about um, them. I was not real familiar with Muse. We yeah. also played some of their songs on the way okay. there. Um, I will say that they, I don't remember what the song was, but they one of the songs they played, I was like, oh, I love this song. And I didn't know that this was, I didn't know who it was. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they had that going for them. Um, when we saw Muse, that was one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah, they were fucking amazing. Wow. They were really, really, really good. <laughs> they were really good to the point that like I could see myself like, like checking them out them? later. Like, like wow. They were really, really good. I couldn't even good. name a fucking Muse they were, song. Let me. They let me were Google one it. of Muse singles. I would say they were one of the best ten sets I've ever seen from anybody. Wow. And I've seen a shitload of concerts. <laughs> 
I have seen way more concerts than 99.9% of people have seen. Wow. And they were one of the 10 best sets I've ever seen. It was really fucking good. That's and they had these praise. fucking guitars. They had these fucking guitars that had like a guitar, but then there was like a touch screen on the bottom. And they're like, oh shit. Playing shit with their finger on this touch screen. And it's like synths or something. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. It was fucking so weird and so good. And like, I don't know what the fuck it was. I've never seen anybody play one. Uno is a, their most famous peak position. Oh, no, hold on. Their peak position. I'm sorry. Plug in, baby, was number 11. Oh, the time is running out. It was eight. This says it was uh, their peak position. Week's number one. Um, so they never. Oh, they had something that was number one. Nope. I don't know any of these fucking Muse songs. I don't know. They were fucking great. I'll check them out. I would listen to them after that. Like, okay, dope. Like the Killers, I wouldn't listen to just because it's not for me. But yeah. they were a great show. Whereas like Muse, I would listen to that shit. Okay, that shit was fucking badass, dude. I'll have to check them out, man. I, I don't know shit about Muse, good. and I've always heard high praise from anyone who has been a Muse fan. So Th that's I like I I like posted a thing on Facebook like in my two percent battery. Like they're blowing my fucking mind. I right seen now. Like, I seen that. I was like, wow. I'm, like, I, was I shocked couldn't that you fucking liked it. <laughs> believe how good it was, bro. <laughs> wow, all right. it was really good. Yeah, I would play some, but we don't want. Yeah, it's all right. Um, I saw a rapper. Scott, named oh, Scott says Muse sucks. By the way. I mean, to each his own. Whatever. <laughs> I, I'm not going to get invested in that. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. I just want to uh, throw it out there. I got, I mean, I got the sentiment that everybody that was there had the same. They all loved me. Everybody was like, not even just like whether you liked them or didn't like them before the show started. Like, during the show, everybody was like, whoa. Wow. Like, were, everybody. Were you like tripping on it or anything? No. At all? No. <laughs> it was like, it was just an experience all in itself. Dude, it how do you go to Bonnaroo great. and not trip? I did some drugs at some point. Okay. Honestly, I definitely would have found some shrooms or something. I didn't do that. Mine wasn't like a tripping drug. Yeah, I, I feel you. Cocaina. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> all right. So that was uh, all the highlights. You got anything else you want no, to mention? No, I got more. Um, okay, uh, go I saw a rapper named Denzel Curry. Okay. Never heard of him. Don't know anything about him. Good stuff. Um, I didn't plan to see him. He was like, like I don't. I think I went to see Adam Devine, and yeah. like Denzel Curry came on right after him. So I was gonna walk away and go meet up with my guys. Mm -hmm. And Denzel Curry came on. And I just kind of stopped and I started watching. And he was really, really good to the point okay. that I stayed and watched the whole set. Um, That's always cool when you find some like yeah. hidden gem like that. He was really good. Although I will say, because it's a rap show and I was unfamiliar with his music, um, I don't know if I would like him. Yeah. Like listening to his music or not. Like he might be a mumble rapper. Okay. I don't think he was. He was like kind of a high energy rapper. But um like I don't know if I would like his music. Yeah. But his set was really good. Okay. It was really good. Well th think about how many people might have watched you, bro, and like now they're talking about you on their you know podcast. Yep, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um so I saw that. I Denzel, saw what was his name? Den Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry. Check that shit out. Uh, like I said, I haven't checked any of his music yet. I will. Let's see if he point. has a music video. I won't play it, but we'll yeah. see. Um, Go ahead. Keep talking. I saw Future. Okay. That was easily. I don't know shit about Future. You know a bunch of his songs. You know, uh, Percocet. Well, look, Denzel Curry. Molly Cur Percocet. Oh, I have heard that. Look, he's got a song with 14 million views, Denzel Curry. I mean, he's somebody. He, I must, he, must, be a mumble, he must be a mumble Don't rapper. play it. Don't play it. Don't do that. <laughs> Two seconds of it. Hold on. All right. That sounds okay from what I... <laughs> the two seconds. It's not like I might fuck with it. I don't know. That's, your, that's a preview of Denzel Curry. Um, I saw Future. Yeah? Um, Percocet. Now, I'm not a big Future fan. Oh, like, he, what's the other song he has? Like He's got uh, a bunch. He has a song about mass. That's mass, the same one. On. Is it the same? Yeah, it's Percocet. Miley Percocet. 
Percocet, Molly Percocet, Mask Off, yeah. fucking Mask Off. Yeah, okay. Uh, That's the only I like song, that song I've ever heard. I like that song. Like, Future, so I'm not a big Future fan. Uh, Future is kind of like the guy that, like, paved the way. Like, he, like, led the forefront of mumble rap. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Lil Wayne kind of started that. Sure. Future came out and kind of, like, led the forefront of that, um, which I obviously hate mumble rap. Yeah. I mean, Future is definitely better than most of those other guys. Okay. Future has like 10 songs I really like. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So while I don't really like Future, he has one album I like called Dirty Sprite 2. I think that's a fun album. Like he's got shit that I like. So I don't like all out dislike Future. Um, so I did want to see him. He was awful. Really? <laughs> he was Okay. So he was like your typical rapper with 50 people on stage. No, this shit? was, no, this was, this, this is probably the second worst Hip hop set I've ever seen, and hip hop's easy to be bad. All right, hold um, on. If you're saying second worst, I got here the first. It was Busy Bone. Oh yeah, we've talked about that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, but this was the second worst hip hop set I've ever seen. He was on the main stage. Um, wow. He, I mean, obviously he's future, but his fo- there's a number of things going wrong here. So like, first of all, his sound guy did a terrible job. Yeah. That's not his fault, but like his mic is popping and crackling the whole fucking time. It took like three songs before his music came out right out the speakers. Right. Like at first it was like muffled and shit. And like halfway through like the third song, finally they like adjusted something and like boom through the speakers uh. or whatever. But future spent the whole set. First, his DJ was awful too. His DJ was terrible. Um, but Future spent his whole set walking around stage dancing and just kind of doing ad libs here and there while the song played. What? It was horrible. <laughs> it was so fucking bad. Was anyone like feeling it in the audience? Like, were I mean, you could it? you could tell the whole crowd like people like Future, so they were there. Yeah, but like it wasn't like the other shows where everybody's going nuts. Yeah, like they're just kind of like yeah. Nobody seemed excited. Um, my my brother, who knew nothing about Future and is not a super huge rap guy, the whole time he's like, oh, I really like this, and I'm like, I don't know how you've seen ten thousand more concerts than me. Yeah, and you could like this because <laughs> like I like these songs, so I can enjoy it because sure. I just like the songs and like fuck it, I'm seeing Future, or whatever. Yeah, but like. This is horrible. <laughs> What's like your brother's shit? Like his favorite shit? Oh, uh, his ba- favorite band all, all time. He's uh, his demigod is Eddie Vedder. It's Pearl Jam everything for him. <laughs> okay. He's got a Pearl Jam tattoo, a okay. Queens of the Stone Age tattoo. Okay. Like my brother is super big on like that 90s rock and all that shit. Okay. Um, but like my brother listens to a lot of different shit. My brother's like all about just listening to everything. Cool. And you know what I'm saying? So like he's the one that got me into hip hop when I was younger okay. and things like that. Um. Yeah, Future was bad. <laughs> that was really fucking bad. Bro. Right. I, um, don't go see Future. We saw Old Crow Medicine Show. I've heard of them. They're like kind of like a country band. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about them, and I really don't like country. They were awesome, though. Yeah? Yeah, they were really friends, good. I have friends that really enjoy them. They were really good. Okay. Yeah, they were up there playing the fiddles and like doing all <laughs> that, Like, and it was fun. I could get down with that. Um, we saw this band called The Regrets on one of the... They have a Who stage, which is like the up-and-coming. That's, you know okay. what I'm saying? Um, so we saw this band called The Regrets. It's like this all-chick band, and the lead singer was like extremely Gwen Stefani. Like, like at one point my brother was like, you know who she reminds me of? And I was like, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I was Gwen Stefani right there. He was like, yeah, but they were fucking awesome. They were one of the best sets I saw all weekend. Wow. Really? The regrets. Uh, they're fucking really fucking good. Yeah, I'll um, I'll mute it. They were really, really, really good. Yep. That's them. Her. She was like, so Gwen Stefani. Yeah. I'll show the audience um, here. We'll put it on the table. They were they were fucking great though. They put on a great set. That's what's up. She was like very bubbly and fun and 
charismatic. Um, she did not look like that when we were there. She had like pink hair and <laughs> oh shit. But um, okay, here we go. I got a few more. I got to run through here. So I'm yeah, gonna try go to for it. Make it brief. We saw Nile Rogers. You know who that is? No. Okay, I didn't know who he was either. So I was not really all that excited to see him. Now having known who he was, I was excited. Um, he was kind of like a George Clinton or a Rick Rubin. Okay. He's like this guy that writes songs for other people and like composes songs and all that. Um, so he was up there and he was playing all these songs that he wrote for other people. Okay. So like he played like a virgin by Madonna. Oh, cool. Um, you know, that, uh, what's that big song from a few years ago? Um, I'm up all night to get lucky. I'm up all night to get lucky. He wrote that. Okay. Um, he was awesome. He just like he had somebody up there like singing the song. He had, he had two he, singers with he him. Was, like, and he was playing guitar. guitar and shit. Cool. Um, but he was great. They were really really good. Okay. Um, he had like a bunch of songs that like you would know, but you would, didn't know he wrote them. Yeah. Um, but he, like I said, had I known what he was like, if you told me George Clinton was playing, I'd be like, I have to see that. Right. Because I know how George Clinton has contributed to other forms of music that sure. I like. Same with Rick Rubin. You know what I'm saying? He was kind of the same thing. You just didn't know. Like I didn't know who he was. He sure. wasn't a name like. George Clinton or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So he was you. great. Um, we saw Mavis Staples. Okay. From the Staples Sisters, which is like a trio of women that sang in the 50s or something. Okay. So she was like old black lady. Yeah? Um, she was good? Yeah, she was really good. She's like a legend. So like two years from now, she's going to die. And everybody's be like, Mavis Staples. And I'd be like, sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was cool. Um, and I... I think that rounds out my Bonnaroo sets. Other than that, we just had a great time at Bonnaroo. Uh, everything was fun. Um, I'm sure I saw more that I forgot to mention. Um, they were badass, dude. They were badass. <laughs> I just want to hear her voice. Yeah, they, they were look, good. They look pretty cool. They were a good fucking man, dude. Okay. Um, all right, so you, I mean, you want to move on here? Sure. That sounds like a good time, man. I mean, uh, there was like all kinds of other stuff that wasn't. Let me ask you musical this: musical sets. But are you coming back? Oh, I'm trying to go back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to go back. Hell yeah. It was, it was something special. All right, ne- next year I'll commit to go with you. It's an expensive endeavor. I'll go. Okay. I, I'll, I'll promise. As of now. That's a promise. <laughs> a promise is a promise. You all can't right. back out now. That's my brother even said like. You need to get your buddy and you need to do a, a podcast from Bonnaroo. And I'm oh, like, that'd be cool. Wow, that would be awesome. <laughs> like my buddy, buddy's got a bunch of kids and shit. I don't think he like. Nah, man, I'll make a trip if, out of it. If you can, if you can fucking make it work, we're fucking there, dude. All right. Fuck yeah. Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo, I'm coming for you, motherfucker. And next year I'm going to pull up this clip and be like, you promised. Iconoclash coming to Bonnaroo. You promised. You would have a fucking time of your life. Though. Sounds like, cool, it's man. amazing. I mean, you could just also, instead of going all the way to Bonnaroo, do the same shit at like Rock on the Range. It's not the same. No? It's not the same. No? None of these festivals are the same as Bonnaroo. Really? What about the gathering? No. None of these festivals are the same. Like, Bonnaroo is a life experience. Okay. Like, that is something I will take when I'm 90 years old, and I'll be like, that fucking weekend at Bonnaroo, bro. (laughs) Like, I've been through some crazy shit. That's some of the craziest shit I've been through. All right. Cool. I dig it, man. That shit is nuts. All right. Well, that's it for Bonnaroo then, I guess. The thing, thing about Bonnaroo too is like it's such a it's such an experience that like they could come out with the um the bill, like the lineup. Yeah. And you could not like anybody in the lineup. I guarantee you if you still went, it would still be one of the best. You'd still have like, fun watching like, it's not, random it's, bands and like, shit. You know, Bonnaroo is not even about the concert. 
that's just kind of like a catalyst for everything else. It's just like, like hanging out, essentially. It's the experience of Bonnaroo. Like, yeah. and, and my brother was even saying, like, the last time he went, there was a lot more bands he wanted to see, and he had less fun because of it, because you're standing at the stage watching set after set after set, and you're not enjoying Bonnaroo. Whereas, like, this time, where it's like going around, we got on the Ferris wheel, we're playing cool. Scrabble inside of this car made out did, of yarn. Did you and, meet some fun people, interesting, cool yeah, cats? Yeah. And any other ra- cool rappers you meet or anything? Uh, I met a rapper. He. <laughs> He was garbage. I, I, I didn't hear him rap. Um, I wasn't really interested. Okay. <laughs> Just curious. Um, I figured there would. I be. met lots of cool people though. Like it yeah. was a lot of fun. Okay. Cool, man. That sounds awesome. I yeah. mean, some of my. I mean, the, again, the only time I can relate. I've been to Rock on the Range a couple times. I've been to the Gathering a few times, and I mean, my most favorite memories of having been to the Gathering, at least, weren't watching shows. So I, I understand. Like it's always like. Just the camaraderie and meeting people and hanging out and you know the side shit is what. Well, is, I mean, when we fun, when I know? saw the lineup, the only acts that I really cared about were Eminem, Future, T Pain. That's like those are the only people that I would ever even listen to. Yeah. So like, I knew that there was bands like. Most the very least, like, I mean, it was fun. I'm sure it was fun like seeing some of these n- unknown bands that, or to you at least, unknown bands that you kind of like really could appreciate now. Yeah, I mean, you know? we that's saw some other cool. bands that weren't. Great. I think there's a band called Social Distortion. I've heard of them. They're like a punk band. Um, I think that's the band. I'm not certain. I think that was the band. Yeah. They were not very good. Yeah. Um, we saw a band called Moon Taxi. Okay. Not good. Not very good. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like there was other stuff that we saw, but like they all can't be winners. Those are the highlights. All right. I like it, man. I'm I'm into it. Um. See you there next year, everyone. Yeah. Bonnaroo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Do I look tan? A little bit. It looks like you got a little bit of sun. Probably starting to wear it off a little bit now, but yeah, yeah I, I, I was fucking cooking. Nice. Um. All right. So you want to move on to E three? Yes. Let me get my. Um, this is notes. where shit's about to get really, really real. Yeah, I got a bunch of notes about E three. All oh. right. While we're while we're oh, looking up E three, Tara sent me a picture and said you guys want some pizza. You want some pizza? We don't want to eat it on the show, I guess. We'll I need ta- a slice of pizza. You want to take a quick break? We you want to do that now. <laughs> We can get into E3. Sure. Let's take a quick break. Um, we'll be right. We're going to go eat a couple of pizza. pizza. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I wasn't planning on taking a break, but she sent me that 30 minutes ago. She must have got on our way. We're going to go up there. There's going to be any pizza left. Um, all right. We'll take a quick break. Give us five minutes. It's currently 1243. We'll be right back. We're back. We back up in this BIE. Officially. <laughs> We, had, we, we got some za, brah. Had some za. Some za. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what you were saying. We, had some, oh, 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 we got yeah. some za, brah. We're back with some oh, full coffees. We're ready to do our... We're going to roll right into our top five. because Wait, before we do that... All right. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Give props. There was one more artist that I saw at, uh, at Bonnaroo. That was amazing. And it was Anderson Pack. And I can't believe I forgot that one because that was one of the most exciting artists. Who is he? For me. I've never heard He's of him. He's a rapper. Him. Okay. It was Anderson Pack and the Free Nationals. The Free Nationals are his band. Um, he was heavily involved in Dr. Dre's The Compton Album. Compton Album, which is one of my favorite albums okay. in the last little while. And Anderson Pack was fucking awesome. All right. It was great. Really, really good. Another highlight. I can't believe I forgot it because it was one of the best better moments. Better than Denzel Curry? Yeah, it was better. It was fucking awesome. Hmm. Anderson Pack was awesome. Better than Enns? Yeah, it was better than me. Wow. That's high praise. He had a band. He was a Monster Bash? Oh, it was better than a Monster wow. Bash. Wow. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> okay. Anderson Pack, fucking awesome. <laughs> All right, hold on one second. Uh, I got to stir this. 
He's got a, he's got like a little weird like oil that he pours into his coffee. Oil. It looks like it looks like like you ever see the candles, but they're like fluid in the thing, and you light I'll, the stick, I'll show. and it, it it's like that. It looks gross. I'll show you guys. He's always pouring this shit into his fucking coffee. Nah, it ain't gross. There's another another like Clancy's where we're endorsing hazelnut here. Yeah, I do endorse this product, by the way. I don't. This is Cafe Alfresco. Gourmet hazelnut syrup. It is the bomb. I just put like a little splash of it, like, bloop, bloop, right in my coffee. I'm Andre 3K in it. I'm coffee black. He does he does black coffee. I can't do black coffee at all, ever. When I drink coffee, I want to fucking taste it. But this shit, you can get at the Dollar Tree for a dollar. It is the shit. I'm telling you. They, they also make different kinds. They make a French vanilla and another one. This one... This is primo. Mwah, magnifique. Ugh. All right. Anyway. Ugh. All right. So, uh, oh, Scott said, agrees with you. Compton was almost on par with 2001. I think Compton's better than 2001. I know that's an unpopular opinion. I think wow. Compton's the best album that Dr. Dre's done. I think it's better than The Chronic, too. I know that nobody else agrees with me, but like, it's. I've such never a, listened to Compton. I it's think. really, really heavy, hardcore gangster rap. So, like. Was that his newest one? Yeah. Like. Like the chronic is real G funk gangster rap, whereas 2001 is almost like club shit, like heavy club yeah. shit, but like, like still Dre and shit like that. Those are like shit though they would slap in the club and shit. Um, Compton is like hardcore gangster rap. Okay, it's awesome. It's uh, it's one of my favorite albums of all time. It didn't make my list, but it's one of my favorite albums of all time. Speaking of favorite albums of all time, last week we, I don't know if we even said it on the show, to be honest. We might have picked afterwards, but this week, uh, every week we've been doing our top, we've been picking a topic, yeah. doing our top five. Um, you picked, uh, or I pr I picked the previous week, which was best, uh, was that best Leonardo DiCaprio? No, it was 90s horror flicks. Best 90s horror, horror flicks. You picked the DiCaprio's, I picked the horror flicks. This you, week, I picked best rap albums. So top this, five rap albums. So I, I, I thought about it long and hard for a quick 15 minutes, probably. Hold on. <laughs> Disclaimer. We're not doing the most celebrated rap albums or anything like that. We're doing our five right. favorite. This is not a review of like what we think is the best rap albums ever made. These are the ones that we love the most. Yeah. So you get an inside peek uh, into our psyche as far as what we like. Yes. All right. So... Let me Hold get on, my... I have to make an adjustment here. Oh, no, I already did it. Never mind. <clears throat> Got all kinds of notes here. All right. I'll let you... Oh, let's see. If you start, then... I've got two... Then I would finish. So I'll, I'll start. That way you can finish. Because your, your top five is probably going to be more relatable than mine. I can guarantee that. <laughs> I've got... I've got two honorary albums that did not make my list. Okay. So... Um, make sure I have everything in line. Here. I got a stipulation on one part of mine too, so we'll talk about that. I just have two that are like as good as e like they equally are as important in my mind as my other five, but I can only put five on the list. Sure, I got you. So I just need to give a nod to those because they're two of my most played albums. You want to like, bust those out first? Yeah, I can bust those out first. All right, and then I'll um, go into my top my five. So um, the two albums that I really wanted to put in my list and just didn't have room for were Trap Music by Ti. That is a fucking great album. And when I started listening to T.I., that was never my favorite album. But after years of listening to T.I., that's my favorite T.I. album. Mm. Trap music, never listened to it. Go on. It's fucking good. <laughs> it's a good album. I mean, T.I. is one of my favorite rappers, too. What's the, what was the hit from that? Uh, 
Rubber Band Man. Oh, yeah. Rubber Band Man. Wow, like a Taliban. Nine in my right. 45 in my, in my other hand. I know that's It had uh, 24s. And it roll, roll it roll. That's how oh, all yeah. my niggas roll. Oh, yeah. Roll that shit is so fucking tight. Okay. That's a great album. That is some like classic shit. I'll give him props. It's a, I mean, Rubber Band Man. Quick story. When I, when I worked at Arby's when I was 16, my boss gave me Trap Music by T.I. and was like, listen to this. And I listened to it and I didn't like it. Mm. I was like, eh. And then later on, I got into T.I. with Paper Trail. That's okay. where I fell in love with T.I. Which is funny because Trap Music is a way better album than Paper Trail. Okay. But I needed Paper Trail to get me into T.I. And then I went back and listened to everything. I like all of it. But now Trap Music is okay. right up there for my favorite albums of all time. The other album, this was, I debated on putting this in my top five forever. Um, it ultimately got edged out by my number five, but it was right there. This is one of my favorite albums of all time. This would be it's number in six. My, it's in my CD player right now in my car, <laughs> and it's been there for the last six months. Okay. So I, I like play this all the time. It's Young Buck, Buck the World. That okay. is a great album. Every time I say that, people look at me like, what? I don't even know Listen who Young Buck is. He was part of G-Unit, which oh. I never, I, I was never a big G-Unit fan, but I always liked Game, and I always liked Young Buck. Um, which ultimately they both got kicked out of G unit, but okay. <laughs> who cares? They're the best two in the group right. anyway. Um, but young buck, buck the world is one of the best albums I've ever heard. It just barely didn't make my list. Okay. I don't know shit about it. I don't right. comment on young buck. Um, I'll tell you, it's, it's real hardcore gangster rap. You probably <laughs> yeah. wouldn't like it, but it's just like I'm sure good ass it. gangster rap. <laughs> I'm sure I'd hate it. My number five of all time for me, my favorite and I had a, I had a lot of these were a toss up too, but number five, I'm giving the spot to Tech Nine with Absolute Power. That's that, not even his best album, dude. Yes, it is. That no, is Ever Ready is his best album. That's one of the only albums I can listen to, like front to back, besides Bianca's and Beatrice's. That is the worst song in the album. <laughs> I agree. It's one of the worst songs he's ever made. Bianca's and Beatrice's. But I still know the words. Beatrice's. No, means more than one. Bianca, the actress. You know, I still know the fucking words of that song. But anyways, his best album is Ever Ready. Ever Ready is just okay to me. No, Ever Ready is. That's his like pinnacle. Okay, come gangsta. I mean that shit's tight. I like everybody. Throw your hands in the air and no, 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 my Jelly sickle. Was the jelly sickle on that? Yeah, that's like the weakest on that. But album. I love that song. I think that's the weakest song in the album. I like a lot of songs on Ever Ready. Don't get me wrong. There, there's, there's probably my wife, my bitch, my girl. Yeah, that song is tight. Um, Ryan Maker. Yeah, Caribou Loot. Like yeah. there's so many smackers on that. He, album. he has a lot. This is me. He has a lot of shit on Ever Ready that I really really like but i love almost every single song on absolute power it's that fucking good Trapping a psycho's good. body it's a, it's a good album slacker like I, I'm I, a product. I, I can think of like three tech nine albums i take before that one really man i'd take ever ready i would take uh killer disc two, two. this is two's better fucking awesome yeah i mean this this one was good but this two is real fucking good yeah i don't um, know man I would take all sixes and sevens. What? That is a great album. You really dude. like? You must not like really like Absolute Power because none of those. I really like. I, I mean, I love Tech Nine. I love Tech Nine. So yeah. like, his, I mean, most like, people I talk to would put Angelic above Absolute Power, but I would put I Absolute don't. Power before Angelic. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think Angelic's really good too, too, but I would take Absolute Power before. Um, I thought KOD was really fucking. Good. I like KOD a lot. Besides Absolute I, Power, I like KOD is probably my second everything favorite. Everything up to. Uh, I stopped listening to Tech Nine at Ali Gates. That was the last album I got, and I was okay. like, I don't like this, and I just stopped listening to him. I mean, I, I mean, I think both of the the 
Collabo's albums are better than Absolute Power. Yeah. I mean, I'll put it like this, though. As far as Absolute Power goes, I I, I know I have some nostalgia for it because that was the first Tech 9 Like, Chris... Nostalgia factors in. I get that. Chris introduced me to Tech 9 around that time. I listened to the song Absolute Power through, like, the fucking real player or some shit yeah. on his computer, and that blew my mind, and I was like, fuck it. I bought it, like, day one when it came out. I bought it day one. It was... I love it. I, I was young as fuck when that came out, and yeah. I bought it day one. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I was, like, a Tech 9 fan. Like, I remember looking forward to Absolute Power, yeah. which is hilarious because at the time first of all I was young yeah and he wasn't nobody like, knew who he yeah, was then. he was not pop angelic was out the first like, time i went and saw tech nine he was opening up for icp bone thugs and kmk that was at wicked wonka yeah that was the first time i saw him he played a 15 minute set yeah which is hilarious now because he's way bigger than all of them yeah but like I, I was on the Tech Nine train before everyone, bro. Like that's what that up. was a big deal to me. Yeah. A side note, but I mean, uh, we kind of we all listened to the same shit before yeah. we knew each other. That's how I found you. For yeah, real. so like it, it's not surprising that we you're right. We share, even though that's like such an uncommon thing to be like looking forward <laughs> to Absolute Power because yeah, everybody jumped on that train later. Here's a funny thing, but like I'll, we came from that same kind yeah. of thing, so like it makes sense. Here's what I'll mention about a Tech Nine. I mean. This is a, might seem far fetched, but at the time, think about this. Um, Absolute Power was not out; it was on the cusp of coming out. I had heard the single "Slacker" and Absolute Power. Um, slacker is that shit, by the I way. I love Slacker. Do um, you, I'm not sure that you can even fully appreciate Slacker. Do you understand what he did with Slacker? What do you mean, understand what he did? Well, let me tell my story. The verses are flips. Are they? One verse is a flip of a Tupac verse. Oh, one I didn't verse know that. is a flip of a Biggie verse. No, I didn't like, know that. So, like, while it's a great song in its own right, like. If you know that ones, I think a flip, the Tupac verse is, I think, a flip from I Get Around. The Biggie verse is I'm a, a flip product from of Reagan. I'm a neurotic. I'm staying on it. Just got up and hit the chronic. The oddest. I'm staying honest. I'm about to make it famous. famous. So you can take a, a J-O-B and you can shove it up your anus. <laughs> I love that shit. I could tell from my everyday fits. I ain't rich. I sneak with a piece when I grit. I'm just another gap man caught, caught up in the mix. About <laughs> to take your dollar and your 15s. So I grind with a nickel. <laughs> He's like, I grind with a pistol. Yeah, the original is <laughs> Diamond and nickel. I'm getting them confused now. So, so that flips. was a Tupac person. Yeah. That that makes sense as to why it like just flows yeah. and like rides like you know but that, like that's like when you know that like and again it's a I know great he song does that a lot but it's a great song in its own right but if you know that yeah that's it cool. makes the song better so you might even want to research just for your own I will to see how he flips them because it makes it more impressive I will do that because I like that kind of it'll shit. make you it'll make you like it more um so as far as when tech when absolute power was about to come out like a month or two for coming out like I remember being at Chris's house he was still living at home with his mom he's like 16 years old he's showing us uh shit he was always hip to like cool music before I was but um anyway just, just on that thought real quick yeah there's big shout out to Bobby Cray because I remember when I was in high school I went to his house and he played me like this is after Eminem show which is yeah. my favorite album ever um, he played me the Slim Shady LP which I had never heard yeah. at his house and I remember like listening to Brain Damage in his bedroom and all shit right, wait, let's, so let's, just shout out to Bobby Cray because he did this for me <laughs> that's all I'm saying stop throwing all these albums out there man um, <laughs> my bad uh, be, uh, but um, real quick I'll make I'll wrap this up but Absolute Power is about to come out. Angelic was, uh, Chris was hip to it. He showed us like real killer. That yeah. is me. Real killer. That like, is me. Talking about killing a baby yeah. and shit. And uh, he was like, man, you look, I mean, we were all juggalos. He's like, you might like this shit. And I remember it's not about killing a baby. It's about abortion. I know, but the point. Let's, let's be clear. You're right. That's misleading. You're right. It's my bad for non-tech nine. I know what it's about, but non-tech nine fans just saying he's making a song about killing babies might yeah. sound weird. Um, but anyways, long story short, I remember it, the point is it was like, 
Juggalo kind of related. And at that right. point, all that shit kind of And that was before me. he had even right. dipped his foot into that world. But Chris, like, actually, I remember Fago Lovers at the time, which was not this powerhouse it currently is, but they would post, like, featured songs on the side of their um, site and shit. I remember Chris actually emailed him. Like you should put one, put this song. It might have even been real killer because like that was the most like kind of juggaloish kind of sound and song. And uh, I remember they did it. But so so what you could be saying is Chris may have had some influence in the way the Juggalos adopted. That could have been yes. The, the, that's the, literally the what catalyst I'm saying. Honestly, for how the Juggalos adopted Tech Nine because now Tech Nine and Juggalos are almost synonymous. I really do. Like I I kind of feel like he had a part to do with that. To be quite honest, I know that might be well, silly, I mean, but no, that's very plausible. It was if, right if you, at if, that time. No one know, had heard of Tech Nine if until you, then. If, if you know how Tech Nine was then, and you know how the he ended up fusing with the Juggalos, and you also know what Fago Lovers is and how that was, if you're familiar with everything, yeah. specifically in that time frame, that's plausible. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I really truly that's think, think it is. But you know, again, you know, I'm not just saying it definitively, but I like I like living in this world where I think Chris is the reason Tech Nine. It's plausible. Uh, God as big as he did, thanks to the Juggalos. All right, go. go I mean, we've been talking about Tech Nine, but absolute okay, so powers that five. Shit. That was number number five. My number five is Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. I've heard that's like the album to listen to if you want to listen to Kendrick. It's his best album. Um, I think you told me that on a show, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely the one that should get you into Kendrick. Okay. Uh, I mean, he's got really good out. All of his albums are good, but that's definitely the one. Um, that's just one of the greatest albums I've ever heard. I really love that album. I can play it front to back. I don't have to skip anything. Really? Like, he he does so many different things well, and he, exempt, he, he does such a good job of displaying so many different talents. <laughs> Ugh, excuse me, but the song Ugh. Um, Good Kid, for example, is a song that nobody ever talks about from that album. Okay. I think it's probably the one that he raps the best on. Okay. Like he's rapping extremely <laughs> well and nobody ever talks about it. And that's just a testament to how good the album is. Okay. Um, like Mad City, obviously, is a jam. Yuck, 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 yuck. I don't know. You've it. heard that. Man down, where you from? Nigga, fuck where you know I'm from, my nigga. I don't know this Mad City, yuck, 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 yuck. You've heard that <laughs> shit, bro. That shit is so fucking tight. I don't know, man. Um, like, I think The Art of Peer Pressure is like a really good storytelling song. I think Money Trees is like a really good one to jam to. Dying of Thirst. Like, there's just so many highlights on that album and just... There's so much to love there. Okay. I'll, and it's a great storytelling album too. That he's he's one of those artists that I just hear everyone like unanimously likes. So like I should probably give him a shot. Just he's to, a fucking man. I'm just telling out, you. out of curiosity, but you telling know how that you. shit goes. I mean, you know how I feel about like J. Cole, so Kendrick is better than J. Cole. Yeah. I mean J. Cole and Kendrick almost kind of go hand in hand because just of their career paths and yeah, them sure. being close and everything. But um Kendrick is like my brother swears Kendrick's a better rapper than Eminem. Wow. Really? There's an argument to be made. Really? I don't agree, but there's an argument to be made. That's pretty shocking. Yeah. Oh, all right, man. I'll check it out because, uh, you know, I'm always looking for some cool Great shit I can review. Speaking of the man himself, my number four is the Slim Shady LP. So, um, little, little known story. Um, when I was in high school, my buddy Bobby, I went to his house and I had never heard that album before and we played it in his bedroom <laughs> and he got me hip to it. <laughs> that, I remember... Real quick, I and brain damn this has some nostalgia too because I remember watching MTV and the song My Name Is. And again, this is around Juggalo, the most juggaloed out Kyle you've ever heard. Uh, My Name Is comes on. I was like, 
that shit is fucking tight. I remember telling my dad, like, dad, I need to get that album. Like, this is 1997, I think, right, when that yeah. came out. So yes. I would have been 13 years yeah. old. And uh, I was like, that shit is so cool. And, like, I remember trying to look him up on the our fucking, um, we, we had a web TV. I would look him up on there and shit. But anyways, um, that every fucking song on that album, every single one, I love. It's a great album. It's it's fantastic. As the world turns. I love it. I mean, as, as, over the next like year or two after that, you could have asked me every month what my favorite song on that album was and it would have changed. Like it's a, like I just have always had like a favorite at the moment and I I mean almost all of them on that well, album. Well, I will say as far as Eminem's catalog goes, um like if I listed my favorite Eminem albums, yeah. Um, a lot of my favorite albums are probably not popular answers. I really love Relapse. I really love Encore. I okay. know not everybody likes those. Yeah. Um, so those would probably rank higher than most of his other albums. But there is something to be said with his first three albums. Yes. Like the tr- like when he dropped those first three albums, there was nobody in the world that was fucking with him. Yeah. Like nobody was fucking with him. Nobody was even close to yeah, fucking with him. You're right. Like Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, Eminem Show. He was fucking king. He was top dog and wasn't nobody saying shit. Yep. Uh-huh. I'm with you. I mean, that those were all three. Uh, at the time, I didn't really appreciate Eminem show, but I've I've given it its fair shake over you, the years, and I, ever, I love it. Like, do you remember back? Uh, obviously, you do. Um, when Eminem first came out, there was this like long period of time where I feel like everybody, and I think Eminem came out a little bit earlier. But there was a long period of time where Eminem and Nelly were like the two top artists in the world, <laughs> okay, and everybody saw them as equals, oh. which is hilarious yeah, now. Is. Like now, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is. But like there was there was a time like when uh, Nelly came out with Country Grammar it was yep. like Eminem and Nelly were like the new artists. <laughs> just I, like I never really like I, I remember Nelly. And I mean, especially Country I, Grammar was sweet. By I, the way. I went to like an all black high school like around that that time, and um, I mean. Nelly was the fucking shit. He was the fucking man. So I understand. His first it. album was great. Yeah, a country grammar. Yeah, that's a good fucking. I've album. never listened to the album honestly, but I, I will like say I've listened to it more recently, it. and it does not hold up so well yeah. with time. I but like, like at the time, like I'm that was one of my down, favorite down, albums. Baby, young street in a room, batter up. <laughs> I'm yeah, I like first that shit. swing it, man. That shit. Ooh. Did that? Did that have Air Force Ones or was that? No, second that was the album? second album. I thought so. Um, but yeah, I man. mean, the second album had some good jams. It was not like the first one. Though. But yeah, I don't remember people really like comparing the two or anything. But um, I remember both being. I'm not saying they're compared. I'm just saying like they were the two like leaders of yeah, hip hop yeah. at that time. Which like for them to be equals at one point in time is just <laughs> laugh. I mean, and to be fair, like I was young, like Eminem was probably outside selling Nelly substantially. Yeah, sure. But like that was the perception at the time was yep. like they were the two. Yeah. Now it's like <laughs> they're not even ever mentioning a sentence together unless I do that. You know what I'm saying? Like looking to get kicked off stage by Kendrick right now. Let's see. Oh, ends looking to get kicked off stage by Kendrick right now. I don't know what that means. No, neither. Hmm. What? No, Kendrick wouldn't kick me off stage. We'd be best friends. <laughs> all right. What's your number four? My number four. Okay. This is one of my all time favorite albums. I love this album. It's a good album. Um, this is also controversial because it's also my favorite album from this artist, which people often. Hey. Yo. Thank you. That's Kennedy. <laughs> um, it's all right. You're fine. Um, <laughs> kids. It's my favorite art album from this artist, which is very controversial because people get upset when I tell them that. But it's Kanye West, 808s and Heartbreak. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about that last week. that album. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's right. so good. F- you should listen to it. Forever. Best song on it? Best song is Coldest Winter. Coldest Winter. 
Memories made in the coldest winter. Oh, I love that shit. <laughs> I like Pinocchio's story. I that like cool. I like uh, Say What's Real. He's got so many good songs. They're just all so good. Oh, I've, it's I've, such a good album. You know what? I'm going to take your top five. I'm going to try to listen to them this next, over this They're next week. They're all phenomenal. I'll let you know what I think because you've heard all my phenomenal. top five. Phenomenal. Um, all right. What's your four? All right. Oh, that was my four was Slim Oh, Shady. Slim Shady. Okay. So, okay. My number three is Dark Lotus Tales from the Lotus Pod. That is a really good album. Do you Okay, amazing. so which one do you like, Mars or ABK? <laughs> it's, it's not a fucking question. Like, the ABK one is a piece of trash. Are you fucking kidding me that you really like that one more? You are on crack, Ooh, dude. I like it more. Wait, hold on. <laughs> because let me let me tell you my beast with that. Uh, to be quite honest. I like ABK more than I like Mars. To be period. honest, I like ABK more. I than think Mars is a better rapper. I just like ABK more. I agree, I agree with both of those points. I like ABK more than Mars. ABK literally ruined that album when he, when he dropped his verses on it. Not only because of the fact that, well, one, I was already... I, I had fallen in love with the album as is. You know, for what it's worth, for those I mean, that, this, right, let me break it out. For those wait, that don't before know, before you go any further, yes, just to be fair, all right, I listened to the ABK version first. Okay, that might be why you like it. It more. absolutely could have like that. Absolutely could be. Well, let me, why. let me break it out for those who may not be in the know on Juggalo World. Dark Lotus is the ICP. It's ICP, which is two guys, Twisted, two guys, Blaze, their other guy that was on Psychopathic, and then the sixth member was this guy named Mars, who was not related to Psychopathic, but at the time he was just like ICB's fucking buddy, yeah. you know. So, but so they brought him in, made this album w called Dark Lotus. Um, the group was called Dark. The Lotus. group was called Dark Lotus. The, the album's album. called Tales from the Lotus Pod. Correct. And they they the, there had never been a Dark Lotus song before. There may, actually, I take it back. They they did a couple. I don't care. Bah, bah, bah. That song was a Dark Lotus song. It was on the pendulum. But anyways, I don't know if I ever heard it. Point being, they re they dropped this album at Gathering 2002, I think, in Toledo. And one, I have it is a nostalgia thing for sure, but. Uh, like getting that album and listening to it that was at the time like the high point of being a juggalo like it didn't it, it will never get as better uh, better than it was during that time it was, I'll say I think I thought at the time and now in retrospect looking back on it that's the best psychopathic album ever I, um, it's I debatable think, I think I mean there's a few other ones that I like that I could I think Wizard of the Hood's really good. Yeah, I agree. I think Great Malenko and Amazing Jekyll Brothers are good. I think uh, Mirror Mirror was way underrated. I agree. Um, I mean, I, I could mean, go Freak on Show on. was good. There's there, I mean, there's some good ones. Most Tasteless was good, but I think that's the best one. I think the biggest reason why is that album is so much darker than yeah. everything else they've ever done. Like that album is dark as it is. fuck, but it also has like shit like. Bitch, you think I'm sexy? One of their, you know, like even that kind of has like a dark tone to it. Like <laughs> yeah. the vibe of that album is the the that album was like, I mean, it my was, head throbs. I'm about to enroll in Columbine and finish the fucking job. <laughs> that album, it, it came out at a time where like it, there's no better time to be a juggalo. ICP and Twisted were at the top of their game. Violent Jekyll Brothers, fat as shit. Jekyll Brothers was out. Violent J was fat as shit. Um, Twisted, I think, had were. Uh, they may have already dropped Green Book. I can't remember. No, Green Book was after. Green Book was after. Green anyways, Book was a really good album, too. That Green Book's my, my favorite Twisted album. I but like Mirror Mirror the best. I love Mirror Mirror, too. I mean, I could go on and on about every second. Well, you know, Mirror Mirror was originally supposed to be the Green Book. Really? Yeah. They yeah. like they like got like 11 songs in or something and decided it wasn't what they wanted, and they scrapped it and turned it into Mirror Mirror and restarted the Green Book. Well, I do know at that time, I could probably show you the insert if I could find it, but they, they were working on a rock album. 
uh, Twisted was, and like they released a few songs off of it, like randomly here I and that there. That was what Freak Show was. But it turned into Mirror Mirror. Like a lot of the songs turned into Mirror Mirror songs, I think. And I think a lot of them ended up being used on Man's Myth and Mutant. Man, I did not think that was a good album. I like both of those albums too. Mutant oh, actually, not like them. Mutant is actually my second favorite Twisted album. For getting into oh, favorites oh, here, no. but um, anyways, long story short. Dark Lotus, best time to be a juggalo was in when Tales from Lotus Pod drop. It had the pinnacle song, the Juggalo Family, at the end, which that was the shit. I mean, that at, was a smacker, bro. At the time, like, I mean, that song I still listen to. It gives me goosebumps. And all honestly, bodies make me happy. It's, it's incredible, dude. The, the production on that album's amazing. All every rapper's at the top of their game. Mars, I, if you ask me, like, he was a welcome addition. Like, it was really cool. So, what happened? By the way, what we were talking about. There's two different versions of this album. About a year after the album came out. Um, Mars and ICP fell out for whatever reason. Don't know. It might have even been sooner, but the point is, I think I've heard it explained, but I don't remember. After they fell out, I mean, ABK was a, anybody killer. Who's another rapper on Psychopathic at the time? He was kind of coming up, and people were getting hip to him and liking him. And they were like, "Fuck it, let's just take Mars Mars completely off the album." It's been lo- it hasn't been long enough since the album's been out. We can just re-release it with ABK. This is the new Dark Lotus. So ABK re- did a few verses. Uh, instead of you know, Mars's parts, um, first of all, he ruined Juggalo Family. I disagree. Uh, I mean, because well, he says, um, Mars says, "Say what you will of me." I'll always have Jugg- yeah. ABK is like until eternity. It sounds so fucking horrible. Because I number one, I was already used to hearing Mars. Look, OG. Hands down, LG Lotus is hands down the best side album by a large margin. Scott agrees. Um, but anyways, ABK, I feel like ruined that song particularly. But here's the kicker. The they did not the production did not live up to the first version because you can literally still hear some of Mars's overdubs in the background of ABK's verses. It's, I've never noticed that. It's fucking garbage. I mean, I don't really listen to it, it that much. Oh, anymore, and, so. and instead of ABK recording a verse for one of the songs, they completely cut Mars's verse out. And instead of ABK recording a new verse, it just like record scratch and has Violent J going, Hey, yo, Mars, you never was Lotus yeah, and you notice, biatch. I remember that. I mean, give me a fucking break, man. Like that kind of shit just ruined the album. It, it's, it was not as good, to be quite honest, but to each their own. Check them both out. Dark Lotus, the red cover is the one I'm talking about. Yellow is the, the one I'm talking the about. One, the one you like, yeah. All right. That's All my right, number. So that was my number three. All right, my number three. Y'all ready for this? This is another one that people are not. All right. Chameleon Air. If you know me, you know I'm a huge Chameleon Air fan. Yeah. I've always been a huge Chameleon Air fan. And again, this is not one that people would, everybody would pick Sound of Revenge. That's his first album. That's the one that Riding Dirty's on. Okay. It's a great album, but I'm going with the second album, Ultimate Victory. Okay. That is just such a fucking good <laughs> album. I know it was not commercially successful the same way. I know other people don't love it the same way, but I guarantee you anybody listening, if you like hip hop at all, if you go get that album and listen to it, I will bet you money you'll love it. You will. Like, everybody will like this. <laughs> this is something accessible to everyone. The, uh, uh, you got me hip to that album. I remember being at your house recording at the time and like you like told me it was good. I was like, man, I, I mean, I'd heard Ride and Dirty. That's all I knew about Chameleon Air. Think about this. Think about the name Chameleonaire. Yeah. How commercial that sounds and everything. He does not like any of that. Yeah. And even he is like, yeah, great album. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's a fucking great it's, album. It's a really good album. And 
He it's it's a I mean, it's a feat. He doesn't even cuss. He never one, cusses one time in that. Some album. of the features cuss, and he just censored the features. Yep, it's amazing. I mean, if you can make an album that good and catchy songs, fun songs, yeah, you know, he still has some raw songs. Like on there, there is no parental advisory version yeah. of that album. It's only. Edit like, I mean, and it's not edited. It's just the regular album is doesn't have cussing. Yeah, I mean, props just for that alone. That's a tr- that's a hard thing to do when you're a rapper. That is a good <laughs> album. Yeah, that's pretty tight. What's the tightest song on there? Ah, that's such a. I'm I don't remember the. Um, I know all of them. Um, there's a. I love every song on that album, so it's hard for me. I would probably go Ultimate Victory just because that gets me amped up and like. I mean, that's probably why. It is the title song, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that shit just The Morning News. I remember that. Hip hop police. I'm so I like fly. That. <laughs> Hold on. I'm so fly, my nickname should be up here. Cause up here is the only time we're not up here. <laughs> oh yeah, he had a morning news and a evening, evening news. news yeah. That was cool. I there's remember a music those. video, I think, for morning news. The bill collector. <laughs> there's a there's a music video for morning news where he's in white face. Really? Yeah, he's like dressed up like a white guy. That's funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. Bill Collect is one of my favorites. Standing ovation, I remember being tight yeah, too. They're all good. Pimp mode, fucking uh won't let you down. I think I love you is really good. Hip hop police was slick, Rick. Uh industry groupie. That you sweet. must be crazy. Like, oh, they're just Whoops, so good. They're just so good. That's a good one, man. I, I can't argue with it. I like it. Yeah. I'm surprised that's your number three, though. Three. That's pretty tight. Um, I mean, I have a big-ass chameleon tattooed on my arm. Dude, my arm looks so weird in the fucking... It does, since it's all green. It's that's all supposed to be now. green. It's yeah. green. It's not blue. <laughs> I have you a big-ass chameleon be tattooed pink. because I wasn't going to get a chameleon tattoo, but he's one of my biggest influences. Oh, that's pretty dope. I like it. Um, okay. And a chameleon's a cool tattoo, too. My number two, I actually... I, I couldn't decide, so... My number two is Macho Man Randy Savage, Be a Man. Are you serious? <laughs> is that a joke? Please tell me you're joking. Oh, no. It is. It is a joke. But uh, I have a real number we two. We haven't even but- heard John Cena on your list yet. He's got to be on there, right? <laughs> the best, uh, I'm telling you right now, the best wrestling rap album of all time is without a doubt Macho Man Randy Savage, Be a Man. I'm telling you. It's it, for first for what it's worth. It's really not bad. I mean, I'm I'm being honest. You being, say this stuff. How is anybody supposed to take you serious? Have man? you ever heard it? No, but I've heard Macho Man Randy Savage. It has no <laughs> business rapping, dude. The, the album is so funny. Uh, oh yeah, his, his song called "Be a Man." I love Macho Man. He just doesn't belong rapping, well, dude. The, do you know what this? Do you know anything about this album? All no, right. Macho Man. He made this toward the end of his life. Like he was like fifty years something years old. Um, he like oh, listen a fifty year old Macho he, Man rap. He has like a real. He has like a real producer like helping him out. Like it's it, the beats are pretty fucking tight. He has like hype men in the background like pumping him like hey yo Macho yeah come on. Like, <laughs> but he has a song called Be a Man. Bruh. <laughs> the song Be a Man Bruh. is a diss song to Hulk Hogan. You didn't know that you didn't know about this? No. Oh my god, it's called he tells it's like be a man, Hogan. Come on, don't be scared. You're running from macho, that's what I heard. No. (laughs) Be a man, Hawk. Come on, use a punk. Never thought Hawk would go out like a punk or some shit like (laughs) Yeah, it's this song to Hulk Hogan. Okay, let's move on. This is rough. All right. I'll give you hard for me to even listen to, bro. You're so serious. (laughs) I own it. I own a copy. I bought it from Walmart. There's Oh, oh, by the way. Another rapper that uses no curse words in his raps. Props to him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
At least that's what are you much. doing, Kyle? Kyle, no. <laughs> all right, no, for real. My number, for real, my for real number two. And this one is not a joke at all. Is uh, that was a joke? Yeah, that one's a joke. I, oh, I thank God. I really do like that that album. No, no, that is not a joke. I can like dumb shit. I'm not hating on you for liking dumb shit. But if that was really your number two, like I'd have to punch you in the mouth after no, you got a, off the fucking camera. It's bro. not my real number. My real number two is an album that. You can download it. Bloodworks by Finale. <laughs> Close. It's an album that you can download at Keezy.com for free. It's Another Casualty by Coefusion. Have you ever listened to that all the way through? I have. I fucking, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm like, I'm biased, of course, but I'm not even bullshitting you, dude. Like, some of the songs in that album I listen to, I just, I listen to that album like once a year at least, like just out of the blue. And some of them, I, it really boggles my mind that, like they wrote that like I, I it's unbelievable like some of the shit they they've done with they did on that album man i don't know i think it's it, good album it's not their uh, let, let me put it like this it's not the best rapping i've ever heard chris or Derek do but let me, let me say this it, it's the best songwriting and the it's the beat choices were great i love the subject matter i literally love 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 every song on that let album. me say this i think that's a good album yeah mind you i was a fan of you guys before i was ever a friend or knew you sure so from a fan perspective yeah you know what the best body of work any of you guys put out was right i would probably say it was the secret garden but it i can't pick my, i can't pick my own album the secret garden was like to me that album still influences like things that i think about and things that i do when writing music yeah like that is an influential album to me well thanks so that's and amazing. like that's weird to say now because we're <laughs> friends and i've known you for so long yeah but like when that came out, like that changed the way I looked at things. That was like, like you guys were rock stars to me at that point. That was like something that like, like the way you look at absolute power or something. Yeah. Like I like dissected that album no, and I that don't. is a great album. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you my opinion. The, the, you know what the biggest flaw of that album is? What? The quality. Yeah, I know. That's it. I know. Like that's a great album musically i'll tell you this because i i even have some of those thoughts too like thinking back i mean that was made in like 2004 no that's like 2006 no that wasn't i can't remember anyways point the point is 2005 ish we made that album um i i listen to that album too and i think like i it it it, it almost depresses me because I'm like, man, I, I don't even think I'm that creative anymore. Like I spilled it all out on oh, like we all did on that fucking album. Like I, I it's, it's a it's an impressive. I listen to it. I listen to it now. And I'm like, I can't imagine even writing that good. Like some of the shit like that I came up with Derek, Chris, like Nate, like some of the shit we do on that. And, and I, this is how I feel the same about another casualty. But um, it, it really is like. It's just um, it amazes me that like that came out of us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I still I still have that feeling. I'm really really proud of it, and I still listen to it and everything. But um, just for the sake of, I, I mean, I may have picked that, but I truly think like another casualty is the best thing you can get on uh, for from Broken Fort. No, I disagree. <laughs> well, I I appreciate it. I regardless. think you guys should get together and redo uh, last summer. Yeah, like we did that, but we did it in spite. Like yeah. I feel like. You guys should do a real last summer. I, I, I um, we we talked about doing like a new album, like just having 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 us done the last summer, yeah. ourselves. If you guys got back together and did the last summer, I would endorse that. 
Yeah, I feel that. I like it. I like, mean, I'll let you guys have it back. Like, I, I know I was just being a dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the time, we were just mad. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you're right. The I mean, right way to do it is for you guys to do it. I would. No, I, I would love for that to do that one day and, like, that be like the, 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 the it's finally complete, you know, like the quadrilogy. I think we did it really well. I do too. But, but I think, I don't think that's the right way. Like, no, I'm that's with not you. what it needs to be. I'm with you 100%. You know um, like, um, when I think back to, like, the song in the last summer, like, I really love that. Like, yeah. I think we did a, but, like, that's not what it needs to be. No, I'm with you. I, I get what you're saying. I would love to do that. And if they ever want to do it, last summer's not supposed it. to be my out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's not supposed to be that. Man, li- life's just gotten the way, man. So, uh, you know, one of these days, I would love to sit down with those dudes and fucking whip it out. I, I, I hope, I would love, especially with all the years that have gone by. And like, I mean, Derek's like a fucking bluegrass playing like hippie now. And, you really? know, Chris is know all. That. You know, doing his uh, adult thing with. I want to get Chris involved in my hip hop. He's so far away. <laughs> I know. Now he lives far. I mean, he, he's. I'm trying to do the family thing and stuff. I think that's so. way it goes. Yeah, it's just life. It, it is yeah. what it is. But one of these days, I mean, we, we were in talks about to do another album. Like, uh, just a couple of years ago, we were like, man, we should, instead of doing Keezy shows every week, why don't we do like Keezy show one week and then work yeah. on a song the next week? Like, let's let's do something like that. And it just never really worked that's out. That goes. We did make a song. Um, actually. Uh, that has all four of us on it. it to be honest it's the only song that has all four of us besides something scary um, <laughs> actually no <laughs> <laughs> alright we gotta move on we're, we're know, taking forever here um, anyways long story short that song does oh no you know what Nate's not on that song it's me Chris and Derek but one of these days I'll find that and play it we, we made it a few years ago anywho um, go ahead alright my number two number two we're at yep Nas Stillmatic alright all right. I know everybody loves Illmatic. I like Stillmatic better. Okay, why? Stillmatic is that shit, bro. <laughs> Fuck Jay-Z. <laughs> I love that shit. Fucking, it's got so many, like, like one mic and rewind. And I've heard uh, one mic. I think it's- My country shitted on me. She wants to get rid of me because of things I've seen. Man, that shit is just a fucking great album. I got mine. I hope you got yourself a gun. Man, that album is fucking smacking. Ooh. <laughs> Stillmatic. That is a great That came out in 2000, album. 2001. Yeah, that was the height of the Nas and Jay-Z beef. Okay. That's one of the best albums I've ever heard I didn't even life. know they had a beef. That's like one of the most famous hip-hop beefs of all time. <laughs> Jay-Z and Nas? You've never heard Ether? I don't think so. That's the best diss song in hip hop of all time. Really? Yeah. This Nas a- just ate Jay Z up. <laughs> I'll have to put that on Plex. Uh, I'll I'll sit on Spotify. Put you in a palm box with nine shots from my Glocks. Man, oh my god, he was just going so hard. <laughs> Dick sucking lips. Eminem. Uh, he said. Uh, Eminem murdered you on your own shit. You a dick riding faggot. You bloody attention. Queens niggas run you niggas. Go ask Russell Simmons. All right. Oh my God. That shit is so. It comes in. It's just got Tupac. Pop, pop, pop. Fuck Jay Z. <laughs> like, bro, it's, that's not how he kicks the album off. Wow. Like, that shit is so hard, bro. All right. What you think you getting girls now because of your looks? Negro, please. You know mustache having with whiskers <laughs> like a rat compared to beans you whack. I love that shit, bro. Woo. That sounds pretty tight. Yeah, you gotta you gotta You're passionate that about it, man. That's that's what's up. Yeah, this is a great album. Scott said, How have you never heard of that beef? Man, I, I'm I'm not a, at when that came out, I was like it one hundred percent invested in Juggalo life and didn't care about anything else. So I wasn't paying attention. Oh yeah, know? this is such a good album. I'll check such it. Such a good album. All right, I know you. Um, 
I know your number one. I don't know your number one. You know my number one. I mean, I think it's you, no secret. Um, I'll, I'll be quick with this. I've my, always been vocal about my number one. My number one. This is my favorite album of all time. Is Mine's the, mine. Is the Great Malenko. It's a great album. I, I it's it's that was ICB's, great album. That was ICB's point. My favorite song ICB ever wrote is off that album. Yeah, that's, uh, under the moon. Not, I mean, not much. That I I love every single song on that album. It all they all mean something to me. I think me you can make an argument for Amazing Jekyll Brothers, but it's fair. I, I think Amazing Jekyll Brothers might be close behind. Actually, I probably put the Wraith in front of Amazing. I Jekyll like Brothers. just the sound of the Amazing Jekyll Brothers. Yeah. Got, like that is the most carnival sounding album yeah, they ever did. I agree with that. Like the production, and yes. Like just all of the like it's just I don't between know. those two albums, Mikey Clark was at the top of his game without yeah. a fucking doubt. Well, I mean, and then like, right after Jekyll after, Brothers after was, those, was Dark Lotus. After those, like Mikey Clark was always like held as this like legendary producer and everything. And I never thought anything else he did was as good as those. Yeah, not to say that it was bad, sure. but it was never like that again. Sure, you're right. I'm with you. I mean, that, I I won't go on and on about it. you. Go, you all know. Yeah, I mean, I got the fucking. Yeah, like, right that's a good album. Um, <laughs> all right, so my favorite album. Anybody knows me knows my favorite album of all time ever in the world is the Eminem show. That is just the fucking best album. Hell yeah. I think that is the greatest. That. Like it just has such good songwriting. Nope. Lyrically, it's fucking insane. It's got like the whole sound of it is like Eminem kind of doing this like gangster ass fucking like he's real serious. Uh, it's not like America. It's not like jokey M like the first two yeah. albums are like he's serious as fuck. Yeah, you're right. Like saying goodbye to Hollywood soldier. Uh, my, my, I think, um, Till I Collapse is probably the greatest rap song I've ever heard. All right. Till I Collapse, I'm spilling these raps long as you fill them to the day that I drop. They'll never say that I'm not killing them. Man, that shit is so... Yeah. Just just an exceptional album. When the music stops, Superman obviously got... What's the one dude say from uh, D12? He said... Fuck a tour on a mic. I'd rather fuck a whore with a knife. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I love that shit. That's got my, one of my my two favorite songs on there are "White America" and "Square Dance." My favorite song on the whole album is "Say What You Say" with Dr. Dre, with okay. some cannabis. Yeah, and Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. I love that shit. I think "Square Dance" is another one where they're dissing them. Hey, by the way, what do you what do you think about cannabis? I love cannabis. We've had you, discussions about. Have this. we? Oh, okay. I love cannabis. Or at least I did love cannabis. I think he's an asshole. Did you listen to that See True Hollywood Stories album? Yeah, it's a great album. You like great the album. album. You like the whole album? That's the first one that starts off with uh, Stan 2. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a, you yeah. didn't care about, you know. That's that shit's that. kind of weak to me, but. The verses are off the hook. I don't know that it's a good diss song. Yeah. I think it's an awesome song. Okay. Um. All right, just curious. You can no, Cannabis has a bunch of great stuff. Keep raving about Eminem show. because I, I No, I mean, Eminem <laughs> show, he, he's just, I think Can't the bitch. biggest difference between this and all of his other catalog because I think Slim Shady and Marshall Mathers the two albums that preceded this one yeah are lyrically on par I think the sound and energy is a lot more serious yeah in this album and as much as I love Jokey M because it's fun Serious M is better yeah Serious M <laughs> it means business I don't know how you could like for example just, Say Goodbye to Hollywood is yeah. a song nobody ever talks about that is a fucking great song. Yeah, I like that song a lot. I just like Soldiers the same way. I like mean, he's just when Marshall he's Ma so serious and he's just at your fucking neck. Like he just he's in a zone and like yeah. when Marshall Mathers came out, he was still kind of like he was still kind of like um, just showing the world who he is. But when by the time Eminem show came out, you could tell he was done showing you like who the fuck he is. He was showing you that he. 
He's here to fucking stay. Like I, yeah. I am the fucking man now. He's Bow a fucking me. animal. You know, on this. he was that. That's he became like a professional on that album. You know? My dad's gone crazy. Is great. Haley's song when he starts rapping at the end, yeah. he goes fucking ape shit. <laughs> I don't remember. Like that. just the way he's rat his scheme and shit. Feel like my neck is breaking. Should I just give up or try to live up to these expectations? Now look, I love my daughter oh, more yeah. than life in itself, but I got a wife that's determined to make my life live in hell. But I've handled it well, <laughs> given the circumstances I'm dealt. Man, that shit is woo. And clean out my that closet. That gets me gassed up, bro. This album is awesome. Yeah, that's got a lot of classics on it. Every song, there's not one bad song. What's could, the worst song on this album? Um, I could do with Drips. <sighs> Drips is probably the worst song on this album. That's a great song. Yeah. I could do without Haley's song. I mean, I I, I like Haley's it. song is that shit. I bro. like it for what it's for what it is. You know, it you almost know? didn't make I, it on the album. It didn't. He almost cut it. Really? Because he just didn't think he was like singing good enough. But like, you're not listening. To, you're not listening to that because yeah. Eminem's a great singer. It's just like it just sounds good. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I feel like it. it still sounds good. It's just not. He's not hitting notes and shit like that. But I like that, you. I think this is the greatest album I've ever heard in my life. All right, that is a fucking. I like it, man. Masterpiece. Um, the recap. My number five was Absolute Power, and yours was... Good Kid, Mad City, I think. Yeah. Number four was Slim Shady LP. Mine's Kanye West, 808s and Heartbreak. Uh, my number three was Tales from the Lotus Pod. Mine's Chameleonaire, Ultimate Victory. And my number two was Be a Man slash Another Casualty. <laughs> mine was Stillmatic by Nas. My number one was Great Malenko. And mine was Eminem, The Eminem Show. Hope y'all like that. That was a good discussion, man. That was a good discussion. Right, we have wildly different... Well, not wildly different. I mean, we shared at least Eminem. Um, I know. mean, for the most part, we kind of like the same stuff. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I like all yours. You like all mine. Yeah. We're just like... I just got to get mean, hits yeah, some yeah, of those. Some of the stuff that you... You know what I'm saying? I like a lot more gangster rap than you do, so... Right. Like, a lot of that you may not... Like, I don't know if I could picture you listening to Young Buck. Yeah. I mean, you know we'll I'm see. I, like, the Nas album, like, that's gangster rap, but, like, I feel like that's... You Accessible. could like you could still like that. Okay. Whereas like Young Buck Buck the World, I love that album, but you can't. Yeah. I don't see you listening to it. I don't know. Probably not. Can a bitch. Oh, can a bitch. I remember that shit. That was fucking I mean, late. he was nah, he was kind of snapping on He's that. He's like, wherefore out thou can a man. He can was kind of snapping, bro. Didn't um uh cannabis do an album with, <laughs> D with DZK? Um uh, no, DZK started a record label and signed cannabis and they put out a cannabis album. Okay. That's what I was yeah. thinking of. I say I knew they did. He, something they though. have a song. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, they were dissing somebody on the song, aren't well, they? Well, they they bought a uh, because Eminem didn't know who DZK was in the midst of the cannabis cannabis beef. Uh, DZK bought a feature from D12, put cannabis on it, and then dissed Eminem with it. Ah, so it's like the song with D12 and everybody, and they're all just dissing Eminem. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. I mean, that's him trying to get. A response from M. Yeah. What you didn't get? Whatever happened to DZK, man? He like quit rapping, dude. <laughs> That's a shame. He like had a baby and now he's like a regular guy. Really? Yeah. That dude was fucking great. He's an animal. He's I, an animal. I remember at one point you saying that was your favorite rapper. Yeah, he was for a long, like years. Yeah. My favorite rapper. The Worm Helix is still one of the tightest lyrical songs he's I've got, ever heard. He's got way better ones than that, but I totally get why, like, <laughs> if you didn't know his whole catalog and you heard that, that would just blow yeah. your fucking mind. I just remember until he's like, I'm floating down the river, blah, 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 like talking about some weird, yeah, crazy using all shit. these crazy words and like weaving this fucking story. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking nuts. But that dude's an animal. All right. All right, man. Let's get into our E3 discussion. All right. This is going to be lengthy. Can we... Let, let, we can rapid fire some shit. Well, I want to start with one. All right, go ahead. Oh, we all know what you're... Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Skyrim? Yeah. The new version of Skyrim. For what? Alexa. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> that's real. That's real. For real? That wasn't just a joke. That's a real thing. <laughs> that's so. It funny. seems ridiculous, but like Skyrim you can go upstairs and play edition. fucking Alexa on your. Uh, you can go to your fucking Alexa, your your Echo or whatever. And say play Skyrim. And you, yeah, you can play Skyrim. Bro. That's that that shit. That's real. That shit had me rolling. Had, that uh, shit was hilarious. Uh, but it's what's the dumbest Keegan part Michael is it's real. <laughs> That was crazy, man. That, you know, they the only reason they created that was to make light of that, like to be yeah, hilarious. Yeah, that shit was funny. But that's I'll, badass. I'll try I want to play it that way. I want to do it. All right. Um, speaking of climb uh, the mountain, climb the mountain. Uh, eat the cheese. <laughs> eat all the cheese. Eat cheese. That shit was funny as fuck. Uh, speaking of Skyrim, um, uh, I I watched almost the entire Bethesda. Um, uh, what is it? Presentation, conference, whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I hopped in right as they were talking about Rage 2. That's the very beginning. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I, I watched it and I, it looked fucking incredible. And it ne- looks awesome. The next day I went and bought Rage for the PS3. I saw that. I just saw that when I was here, yeah. actually. I didn't even see it until now. <laughs> but um, it looks awesome, although it does not look like Rage 1. Really? Like, part of what made Rage 1 really fun to me, and this is where I'm worried. I'm not totally worried because Rage 2 is going to be fun. I can just tell by looking at it. It's going to be a good time. Sure. Um, But one of the things that I really loved about Rage was, like, while it's kind of an open world, everywhere you go, like, there's, like, linear paths through things, like, through areas where all your enemies are coming through. And, like, because of the way it's built the shooting is really fun because it's like these narrow hallways and stuff. Okay. And what I watch from rage Two does not look like that at all. Okay. It looks more borderlandsy. It does. Um, like, like I said, I, I enjoyed the, the way the shooting worked in the narrow passages and stuff. And I was kind of hoping it would be more like that. Yeah. I can totally understand why they wouldn't go that route this time, but that was part of what made the first one so fun to me. Okay. But I mean, rage two looks awesome. It looks fucking great. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks pretty amazing. Uh, I'm excited to play Rage One. When I was buying it, Rage One is super fun. When bro. I was buying it at GameStop, um, the guy was like, "You buying this because of the uh, Rage 2? I was like, "Yeah, man, I heard it's really good." And it can't. I when's it come out? It comes out uh, January or spring of 2019. So yeah. I was like, "Fuck, I got a year to get like to get hip to it." So I'll, I'll be good. Um, I'm looking. But Rage yeah, One is worth your time. It's they, good. Yeah, they both told the both dudes at GameStop were like, "Yeah, this game's really good. You'll like it." Like, it's yeah. super slept on, but like fucking good one. I was looking for wet while I was there and I couldn't find it. I don't know what that is. No, we talked about that. That was the other Bethesda game um, that has like um, my buddy Smoothie was commenting on it. Um, he said that it was uh, we didn't talk about this. I don't know anything about this. Pretty sure we did. Because we, we were going through all the Bethesda games and one that we never heard of was called Wet. And uh, it's like a game that you, you're like some girl, but uh, it's like a I think third person perspective and shit. I don't know. I don't remember that. Maybe we did. But yeah, I, c- I couldn't find a copy of it for sale. Okay. Um, all right. Um, after that, they uh, start. They start talking about. I believe was that f- uh, Fallout seventy six. They went right into. Uh, I'm not sure if that's where they hit it, but we can talk about that now. Oh, um, sure. Yeah, Fallout seventy six looks fucking awesome. I am very excited for it. I did not think I would be. Here's why. Because to me, Fallout seventy six. It looks like what Destiny should have been. Okay, so before we go into Fallout, I just want to detail there. Like, normally watching E3, something like this would be like the shit that blew my mind. Yeah. And it would be like the thing I cared about most. There's something else that happened during E3 
that we'll get into that stole all of my attention sure. and it made me care about everything else less. <laughs> um, sure. So like while Fallout 76 would be really, really important to me, I watched it. It looks cool. Um, my mind somewhere else. Okay, I got you. But like it does look really fun. I'm really eager to play it. It comes out in November. It kind of, Oof, my bad. I will say it, it oddly made me want to play ESO. Okay. Yeah. Because it's kind of it's kind of yeah. like Fallout Online the same way Elder Scrolls is Elder Scrolls Online, um, and I have ESO and I've like touched it a few times but never really dug into it. Same. And like after watching Fallout seventy six, it just made me feel like why haven't I really played? ESO? I'm with like, you. I know I'm going to enjoy it if I do. Why haven't I done it? Do you have ESO for Xbox? No, I have it for PS four. Oh, God damn it! But like, you can't I'll, cross play on that. No, Sony, I don't know. I don't we all know so. Sony don't let you cross play. Yeah. But, um, motherfuckers. but yeah, Fallout, but Fallout 76 looks great. I think it, it looks, looks really awesome. good. I'm very excited for I'm it. I'm curious how Vats is going to work with multiplayer. What's Vats? I told you I haven't played the, Fallout. You haven't played any of them? Mm-mm. I played Fallout 3 for like one hour. I play, I play, I've been playing okay. the shit out of Fallout Shelter after okay. having watched a... I downloaded it on my Switch. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, ESO, or I mean, Vats is a system in Fallout where, because it's a shooter, where um, because... In the older games, the shooting mechanics weren't real polished. It was more of an RPG than a shooter, but it yeah. still operated like a shooter. They had this system called VATS, and as time's gone on, it's gotten to be a much better mechanical shooter, so it's not as crucial. But VATS is a system where like, when you're going to fight something, you hit a button, and it pulls up the VATS system. It pauses the whole game, and you can like select which body part you want to shoot. Oh, okay. And, and yeah, shit I've like seen that. It. But like, it's been a big part of Fallout, and if you're playing multiplayer, I don't know how you can't just... Everybody can't just pause the game whenever they want. Hmm. Maybe it'll just so, be real time. I mean, maybe. I saw something that said something about that's in Fallout 76, so I don't know how it's going to work. Okay. Um, but it does. It looks awesome. It's four times bigger yeah. than Fallout 4, which was massive. And it does take place in West Virginia, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm... I'm I think it's an odd choice. They said it'll I'm be the, it. they said it'll be the most colorful Fallout yet, which I thought was pretty interesting too. Well, they they that's part of the reason why it's a prequel is because they're trying to do it before the wastelands yeah. so deteriorated. Yeah, it sounds really cool, man. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm in. I'm 100 getting it. I'm telling you that right now. What are you getting? Oh, for? I'm, I'm day one. In, I'm day one in that sucker. PS4. Yeah, PS4. God damn. <laughs> All right. Um. Fall seventy six. Uh, oh, I didn't. Let's I didn't get even, a PS4, bro. Like, I actually I will be getting one soon. Um. Real quick, I, I I don't have much to say about it, but they did debut the new Doom Doom Eternal, which looked yeah. pretty cool. It looks awesome. I mean, did, did you play the last Doom? No, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was fucking great. I have it, it on was PC. Fucking phenomenal. Then they came out with Doom VFR, and that was fucking great. It was fucking phenomenal, and I can't wait for Doom Eternal. I'm fucking in. Let's go. <laughs> Doom Eternal looks cool. Yes. Um, they did show Prey. They they had a lot to say about moon Prey. Crash. Yeah, that looked really cool. I already downloaded the Moon Crash update. I haven't played it yet. Okay. Downloaded the Moon Crash update. All those new modes and stuff sounded really neat. Well, the one I really, 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 really wanted ever since Prey came out, like I was like, the only thing you need to give me, like you don't have to give me anything else, just give me a new game plus, please give me a new game plus. And I thought it'd been so long, I didn't think it was coming. Yeah. But they gave us new game plus. I'm fucking happy. Like everything else can suck. I don't even care. That game is so great. Just new game plus is enough for me. Like I'll have fucking 50 hours of fun all over again just because of New Game Plus. Um, that made me want to get that game, but it looks too scary for me. It's not really a scary game. Really? Like, it has, it's kind of scary, but it's not like, it's it's more of just an action game. Okay. It's more of like a, it's almost like Fallout or something. Yeah, it looks awesome. But it's like more linear and not as big. Like, it's okay. just on one space station. You would be able to play it. It's not scary like all that. Right, cool. I mean, like, and like when you start it, 
like the mimics will have you on edge because they can blend in as your coffee mug and then you don't yeah. know and it'll just jump out <laughs> at you. But like after after you run into a few of them, your brain will like understand you're constantly looking for them. Yeah. You'll be looking for duplicate. Like, oh, there's two mugs. One of those has got to be a mimic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like it'll change. Oh, yeah. That looked really cool, too, where it's procedurally. That is fucking badass, it's procedurally dude. generated yeah. maps like for yeah. PVE. That looks amazing. No, it's just you play the game, but it changes different things about it. Yeah. So it's never the same. That's awesome. That's I've never heard of, great, I've never dude. heard of anything like that. That's fucking so awesome. Dude, Bethesda. This is one of this is one of the best games I've ever played, and it got so slept on. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I remember you. Like when I think about up. the best games of this generation, this is one of the top five. Really? Yeah, to wow. me, I'll, I'll have to check. That I shit love out. this game. Um, all right. Other than that, uh, as far as Bethesda goes, what about dude? I got fucking amped for Elder Scrolls Blades. That was the one I was gonna bring up. That shit looks fucking sweet. Shit looks awesome. I shit cannot awesome. wait to play that. That shit looks great. I, I saw that shit. I was like, dude, fuck. Um, uh, Elder Scrolls Six. I'm all. I'm all in on Elder Scrolls Blades. <laughs> no, Elder Scrolls Blades looks sweet. I'm down. Um, I'm curious to see how deep it really goes. Yeah, sure. It, it might be repetitive. Or well, some they shit, said but... like it's like a full game. Yeah. I don't know if you can do something like that though. I, I, mean, I don't know. It looks awesome, man. This looks good though. It does. And you can play it on like every system. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, not, I'm much, not much. To say. For those that don't know, Elder Scrolls Blades is a like a mobile game, a sky of uh, Elder Scrolls. But like, it's not like saying a mobile game is like misleading. It's supposed to be like a regular Elder Scrolls game, right? Made tailored so that you can play it on mobile, right? And you can play it one handed in portrait mode, yeah. which I thought was amazing. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I mean, yeah, who the fuck thinks of that kind of shit? No, that you shit know? looks awesome. That's a, that's unbelievable. That shit looks badass. Man, I can't wait for that shit. Yeah, no, I'm in. I'm in. Um, Elder Scrolls Six hype. Um, Mark it off my list. I was so glad. I was so glad to see they uh, at least had something to say. About I'm glad it. they just announced it and yeah. got that because, like, year after year, you're like, "Well, when are you going to say right?" This? Like, we obviously know. Just yeah. say it. <laughs> just say it. Like, just you say have it. to be working so, like, on it. Like the fact that they only gave you just like that little logo yeah. with the the <laughs> mountainscape or whatever. Like that's enough. Like I yeah. just wanted them to just just say it. Don't be afraid <laughs> to say it. We already know. You know what I'm yep. saying? You're not like. But yeah, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Elder Scrolls, obviously, oh, it's just a little fucking it, great. It was just a little teaser, just showed like the um, landscape. Yeah, pretty dope. That's oh, Starfield. Starfield was uh, that sounds cool too. I it's think gonna we, be awesome. We talked about that. I think. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. That sounds, I mean, it's gonna be Fallout or Elder Scrolls. It's just gonna be in space. That's it, what it's gonna be. Here's the Elder Scrolls so six. This is all they showed was like this landscape. It looks fucking amazing. But I wonder where it's gonna be. Here's here's what I was thinking. Like, I mean, Elder Scrolls Online seems to be kind of. <laughs> encapsulating the entire universe. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious as to, it almost makes me wonder like why they're even fucking bothering with Elder Scrolls six and not just investing all of that into um, Elder Scrolls online. Well, I Elder mean, Scrolls online does not play like a normal Elder Scrolls. Game. Yeah. I mean, I, I but I mean also like they've already said like Elder Scrolls online, the whole world, because it has the whole world, everything's condensed. Okay. So like, like Skyrim is much smaller in Elder Scrolls online than it is in Skyrim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like things like that. So like, all your major landmarks are going to be much closer together. There's going to be less in between okay. things like that because it's just such a, it's just covering so much more ground. Um, so like every, like wherever that is, I, I saw a thing people expect it to be in high rock. High rock is going to be as big as all of elder scrolls online. And, okay. You know, wow. Something like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm day, count me in for day one for elder scrolls six, regardless of, where the fuck it's at, or I don't need doing. to know anything about it. Yeah, I know. Like, like I'm buying it, obviously, like <laughs> With, without a fucking doubt. There's like a handful of games like that, like Fallout, Elder Scrolls, like yep. 
Oh, I don't need to know anything. Just give it to me. Didn't they say something about um, one of those, or maybe several of those games are going to be playable in VR? Prey, maybe? Um, they, Prey is going to have a VR mode. Okay. And what was the other one? Yeah, Wolfenstein. Oh, yeah. Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein is going to have a VR I mode. I saw that. That seems cool, too. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, Fuck yeah. But yeah, that was most of the Bethesda conference. And I, I mean, I was amped and excited for almost everything they mentioned. Yep. It all I'm, sounds I'm on board. Awesome. Um, I, I meant to watch the trailer for this, but I didn't uh, actually look into it. A lot of people are hyped for this Cyberpunk 2077. You know what it is? No. It's just like a futuristic um, game set like created by the same people that did The like, Witcher. Like some Blade Runner type it's like shit? The, it's The Witcher, but it's in a different... It's in Oops. like a futuristic environment instead of like a uh, medieval. Yeah. So, uh, so it's like some like cyberpunk shit just reminds me of like Blade Runner. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool. <sighs> it looks cool. Like whatever. I'm with it. I'll play it. Um, but yeah, I didn't have much to say about it. I meant to watch the trailer for it though. And I didn't watch anything on it. I knew what it was beforehand. So um, I know um, like I'm in. I want to get to the PlayStation conference, but we'll, let's save that for last because I got a few things to say about that. But. Okay, I got I got a few things that I want to run through. I'm not sure where, yeah. which conference everything came from here. Um, let's go to PUBG. Oh, I didn't hear anything about PUBG. In the Microsoft conference, they had the PUBG trailer and basically um, the third map, Sandhawk, which is the jungle map. They are... Um, releasing that full-fledged on PC like the next week or so. Okay. And then it's going to come to Xbox within the summer, which is way sooner than I thought it was coming to Xbox. Okay. So that's awesome. I really want to play that. Um, and they announced there's a winter, like a snow map coming in the winter. Oh, cool. And that's awesome. <laughs> that is pretty I'm tight. so in. Which is weird because just like a week before that or something, I was talking to one of my guys where we were playing PUBG and I was like, they need a snow map. Yeah. Like a snow map would be so cool. <laughs> and then like at E3, it's like, boom, snow map. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so um, I'm excited about that. Um, I did see the trailer for Halo Infinite. I did not see the trailer. I saw the announcement. Um, I didn't take the time to watch the trailer because I don't really know that it's going to show me anything. It's going to... Uh, like, it's, knowing there's a Halo Infinite, I feel like is what it's going to give me. Yeah, it's all it is. It's a teaser. I mean, and I, I, it's, it's cool because it shows everybody his helmet and shit. It trips me out because everybody keeps saying it's not Halo 6, but... Yeah, it like, is. I mean, it's a main Halo game, right? Like, yeah. Like, it's the same fucking thing. It's without band. a doubt Halo 6. I mean, I don't know why the fuck people would Maybe say Maybe the that. next one will be called Halo 6 or whatever, but That's like... Fu people are It's a Halo dumb. game, right? Yeah. It's not gonna be um, like ODST. It's gonna be a, a regular Halo right. game. So, it, like, I don't care what it's called. Like, it's Halo. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm with in. you. You know I fuck with Halo? Yeah, it looks... Uh, it sounds I amazing. I really want a fucking Battle Royale. <laughs> please, Halo Battle Royale. Please, 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 please. Wouldn't surprise me. Ba I seen Battlefields doing Battle Royale too. So is Call of Duty. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Call if of Duty's on my list too. Have, did, did you see any of the trailers for Call no, of Duty? Didn't, dude. I don't. I've never cared about Call of Duty. The new Call of Duty looks so fucking sweet. Really? It looks so fucking good. I'm probably gonna buy it. <laughs> okay. Like I've never cared about Call of Duty, and everything I see for it, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to <laughs> play this. This looks good. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm in. All right. You want to uh, get into Sony? Hello, we got Halo Infinite. I think the rest of these are Sony. This one may not be. Did you see Dying Light 2? No. I don't know any... There, there's Chief holding his helmet, yeah. by the way. Um, I don't know anything about Dying Light. What is it? Okay. It's a zombie game? So, look, I think we talked about it on the show a I while so. ago. Because... Oh, hold on, wait. Man, let's just hear this Halo music. As it shows the Halo. Oh, shit. Oh. 
no, shit. I'm in on Halo. Um, no, Dying Light, when it it was one of the first games that I got for this console generation. I was really looking forward to it, really excited about it. Um, kind of a horror game, but not. It's not really a horror game. Um, okay. It's like it's zombies, but it's not. It's kind of more like an open world game. Okay. Um, when I first played it, I really, really wanted to like it and just couldn't like it. I tried, tried. I ended up trading it in. Um, later on, I went back to it, played it again, and fucking loved it. I don't know how it was so different the second time I played it, <laughs> but it was fucking great. Okay. And I love that game now. World premiere. So now they've got um, Dying Light 2 coming out. And this one, like the big selling point is the whole world changes based on like decisions you make. So like there'll be like the example they gave was there's an emissary which like goes to broker deals between factions and stuff and he gets like kidnapped or something you have to go save him and when you go save him you can either choose to execute him and like you and all the uh, fucking um like I don't know what they're called fucking bandits or whatever okay. can take over this air this water tower and make a bunch of money from selling the water or you can be the good guy and you can is it RPG? Liberate it so that everybody can use um, Kind of it's RPG-ish um, But you can like liberate it So that everybody gets free water and it'll change mm. the landscape Of the world so like if you get free water Everybody's happy and the world gets better If you take over you're making money from it But it's like evil and that sounds pretty cool like, But like apparently there's like stuff all Over the map where you can change it and all your decisions Will just change the way the world develops which sounds, sounds pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah, that sounds and really cool. I, I didn't know anything about it So I didn't even pay attention. It's to a it. good game. Okay Like it has scary elements to it, but it's not really a scary game. Like at night, the zombies like become like these real fucking crazy, creepy things and they will chase you <laughs> and fuck you up. So you have okay. to like run from them at night, but you get like extra experience for being out at night. Okay. Everything you do at night, you get more experience for because it's harder to do, but you don't have to play at night at all if you don't want to. You can just play everything during the day. I said that would be me. <coughs> yeah, this looks pretty sweet. But it's so fun. Far. Bro. It's mean, fucking badass. The first one plays like this too. Yep. Okay, cool. It's the first person like RPG. It's very parkour-y. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm in. I like, like it. When they first were coming out with the first one, they kind of like, everybody thought it was going to be very mirrors edgy because yeah. of the parkour, and it turned out to be a lot more like Assassin's Creed, which is better. Okay. Like, it's it's just really good. It's um, Looks highly nifty. recommend the first one. I like all these like post-apocalyptic settings for all these games. It's awesome. <laughs> I do too. Like I, I see when people get like fatigue from like the same certain same genre. Like they say a lot of people are getting zombie fatigue now. Yeah. There's been so many zombie games. I don't care. I like zombie games. Yeah. Like keep making it. I'll just keep playing. As long as they're fun. I, I don't mean, fucking care. I don't give a shit either. Like I don't get fatigue like that. Like I just want to keep playing games I like and I like all these games. So I feel that. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, zombie games set in the apocalypse. Um, Last of Us 2. Yeah. Ellie's gay, bro. I seen that. <laughs> Ellie's gay. <laughs> uh, so in the, the she's carpet munching, bro. Uh, they showed a which, by the way, the trailer they showed it was like a gameplay trailer. She's eating tacos, bro. <laughs> the gameplay trailer looks amazing. No, it looked fucking great. Um, I'm, I I think it's kind of cool that Ellie's gay for real. I do too. Um, I think I think having more gay characters in video games was inevitable. Yeah, I think Ellie is the perfect character for that. Yeah. I think she is a perfect character for that. To to like pave the way for that. Sure, I get. I feel. Like I think she's a strong woman. She's already likable. We got to know her without her being gay. Yeah. And like, it's believable. Like, if you go back to like Last of Us One and you played that and you were like Ellie's gay, you'd be like, 
Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, me watching when I watched this trailer, I was like, okay, you know, I, I honestly didn't even. I didn't she even, walks that fine line of being like not overly girly, but also right. not overly butch. Right. But like in the end, though, I mean, th that's such an insignificant part of it that I, I don't think it'll play a factor in the game whatsoever. So um, I don't really. I give think a it's shit. definitely a part of. It. <laughs> I don't know, but the game Ellie making out with a girlfriend is a big part of this trailer. The gameplay though looks incredible. Um, I, I mean, think it's cool that, like, for the record, just to be clear, like, I think it's cool that she's gay. I think, yeah, I, mean, I think she's a great way to like push the um, political environment forward sure. in video games. I think this is like a really good way to do it. Okay, I'm. I think it's a good choice. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's just, it's kind of irrelevant, but. No, I get what you're saying. It's not irrelevant. Like I, I think it's important that games do this. Why? I think games need to do this. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but I'm asking why you think it's important. Because I don't think it matters. Because I, I think it absolutely matters. I think it's inevitable that this is going to happen. And if the wrong, the wrong company with the wrong character leads this, mm -hmm. it's going to be, I think maybe more offensive. Or like it, okay. it can really it can really stir the pot in the wrong way. Okay. Whereas I feel like this is really the right game and care like this game is so narrative heavy. Like this is the right company to tackle this. This is the right character. I think this is all going to lead in a positive direction for gay characters in video games, okay. which I think is a demographic that needs to be represented. Well, I hope so. I mean, I, I agree with everything you said. I think that's that's cool. Um, I think to play it off is like, who cares is almost like negligent. Really? Like, I think it's important. I mean, because I'll be honest, I watched this and I, I was like, oh, cool, Ellie's gay. But like, I didn't give a shit. I was just like, okay, move on. I didn't, to the really, gameplay. I didn't, really, like, <laughs> I didn't really give a shit. I, I like, cause the game is what's going to be awesome. Right. I only care because I feel like this is the right way. It's a step in the right direction. It's the, but, but it's the right way to take sure. that step. I gotcha. I think it, somebody else could have tried to take that step and sure. fucked it up. I think this is the right way to go. I mean, for what it's worth, I already, I've played, um, life is strange. I don't know if you know anything about yeah, that. I love life is strange. Um, and that Great game, that, that the whole did, game I is never, about gay characters. I never expected to like that game yeah. the way that I did. Same. I really, really enjoyed it. And I didn't expect to like the end as much. Yeah. Like through the first two chapters of five or whatever. Like I didn't know it was going where it was going and it was great. Did you pick uh Bay or Bay? <laughs> That's like always the question I see, like because uh, the I can't remember the name of the city, something Bay, um, but the, the 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 meme or that I see people online talk about, like you pick, did you choose to save the Bay or did you choose to save your Bay? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you don't. That was like the main thing you had to choose at the end. You either would save the town be, by like reversing everything, yeah. or you would save your girlfriend who wouldn't be alive unless you. Let the town get destroyed. I don't remember what I chose. <laughs> I chose my bay, but I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed <laughs> that game. Is it. great, it was, but anyways, like, it was like it was surprising. Yeah, too. me playing that game. I I guess I I mean I'm desensitized. I don't get. I just don't give a shit about. I mean I, I like gay people. I think gay people are cool, and they're in my video games. Make every character gay. Whatever. As long as the game's fun, that's what I care about. No, and this I'm fucking with game you. looks really fun. I'm with you on all of that. I'm just saying. I'm not saying so much that I care. I think it's important sure. for the industry. I, I feel that. I get what you're saying. Not especially, for me, especially for everyone. For, especially for a game that's going to be, uh, without a doubt, a classic 
you know, as soon as the day it drops. Just you know think about mean? how good good their narrative is, and like yeah. how good Naughty Dog is, and how good of a job they did with The Last of Us, and even the Uncharted series. Like they are the right company to tackle a social issue like that. Yeah. That's I, all I'm saying. I think it's going to be great. Um, I think the game looks fucking phenomenal. We don't have to talk about her being gay the whole time. I'm disappointed. The game looks fucking I'm awesome. Di- I'm disappointed in the lack of Joel in the trailer, but they do say like your old man. Like at one point she says like your old man, blah, 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 blah. But is that talking about Joel? Probably. You know, maybe. I mean, that's implied, right? Um, yeah. But this shit looks incredible, dude. Like if this is like actually. No, it looks look, really she fucking good. She gets fucking good. ripped yeah. out from under the. No, uh, this looks fucking phenomenal. I'll, I'll, I put a couple uh, notes about my favorite parts. There's a scene that's going to happen this here. This right a, here is badass. That is She badass. kicks him off, starts bucking on him. There's a scene that happens here in a minute on this trailer if you're watching the video um, where she's in the building and uh, she like gets thrown through the glass or she throws somebody else. She throws somebody through the glass or something. That shit is tight. And then um, there's one scene where she's run, like she gets caught and she's running and she throws the fucking bottle yeah. right at the dude's yeah. face and keeps running. Yeah. Oh god. Right here. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that shit, shit looks amazing. Looks so fucking good. She's like holding him hostage or shit. This, this, I love the way it looks too. Like the just aesthetic of it. The minimal looks fucking minimal HUD. It looks fucking wonderful. Yeah. Like the color schemes. I mean, it's very dark. Um, the I environment will, is very atmospheric. By the day, the day this drops, I I will have a PS4 by then because I, I have to play this as soon as it comes out, without a doubt. When did they say they, next year? Yeah, it was just like coming soon. They didn't give a year? I don't think so. They may have said next year. I thought it said 2019. It, it, I could be wrong. It may have. I could be wrong. Watch. I think but this looks just fucking unbelievable. Yeah, she like gets thrown through glass or something. I fully expect this to be one of the best games of this generation. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I do. And what watching it, watching it uh, on this trailer did just remind me of playing the first one a lot. Like <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and replay it now. <laughs> That's so fun. The first one's one of the greatest games ever. Um, all right. After that. Um, Wait, Control? What? Did you see that? Trailer for that? Uh-uh. Control? Yeah. I haven't heard of that. Basically, uh, Remedy, the company that made Alan Wake, which is one of my all-time favorite video games, Okay, they had um, a game that was codenamed P7, Okay, and they debuted it. It's called Control. It looks very much like their last game. Um, what's it called? Quantum Break. Oh, okay. I but heard it's of that. like a little more supernatural than that. Okay. But um, I saw this trailer. It just fucking looks awesome. I don't know what it is. Yeah, this looks cool. I just saw it and it looks really fun and I want to play it now. I felt the same way about um, when I watched the trailer for Death Stranding. Death Stranding, like, I've seen three trailers for that now and yeah. I have no idea what it is. Nobody knows sweet. what it is. Nobody knows anything about it, but it looks cool though. I, I want to play it. All the weirdness got my balls aching. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, I'm on board. It looks like fucking uh, a walking simulator. Or, <laughs> you know, like, um, the whole time you're just, you're just, like, walking through, like, a wasteland with shit on your back. Well, I mean, it's just such a weird... It looks really cool. If thing. I had a PS4, I would certainly get it. It would be on my list of must-buy. Well, I mean, there's, like, all these, like, fan theories that haven't been confirmed. Like, because have you seen the ones with the babies? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, and he's like protecting the baby, and like, is I that see, Norman Reedus as a baby, and there's time travel involved? Yeah, people and, are saying, like, uh, the, from what I read, yeah, look, he's look, like, this shit is nuts, yeah. bro. From what people are saying, I, they think that that's like a, some kind of cloning system. Because at one point during the trailer, she says, like, you can just come back or something like that. So I think, like, when you die, like, you can implant your memories into this quick growing fetus somehow. Um, but that's what they mind you. This is all speculation. Yeah. Nobody fucking knows what this really is. It's all kinds of bizarre, but it looks, but really this cool. looks awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, on my note on it was 
stuff carrying simulator. <laughs> That's what it looked like. But I it mean, looks, there you saw him break out the gun. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So it, like, it looks really cool. I don't know. Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, obviously Norman Reedus doesn't hurt anything. Uh, I, I'll let you get into your number one favorite yeah, we're, thing. We're, but we're, we're, there, I had one more. I think the only thing that. I wanted to mention was PSVR is getting this game made by Justin Roiland, who makes Rick and Morty called Trover Saves the Universe. I briefly saw that, that was right after the game, and I <laughs> it looks I wanted, super right? sweet. Right after the game that I'm talking about that I think came so, on, yeah. The dude in the bathtub? Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, so like, by then I was kind of mentally checking out. Yeah. But it looked strange. It looks cool. Uh, right. Before we get into mine, I had one more I wanted to talk about. Ghost of Tsushima. I, he- I heard of it. I didn't watch the trailer for it, though. Okay, so I watched it, and um, Xbox, it's a Japanese samurai game. Um, Xbox had another one, I forget what it was called, that was like that. It, the Xbox one did not look nearly as good as Ghost of Tsushima. Um, hold on, I know what it's called. Uh, I thought it was Oni, like Onimusha, Onimusha or something. Onimusha. That's, That's not what it was. Okay. It was something else. Um, but the Xbox one looked more arcadey. Okay. This one looks more like jaw-dropping impressive. Okay. Um, I think this looks cool. I don't know. I mean, I'm immediately getting like a Red Dead Redemption vibe from well, it. Well, it looks beautiful. I don't I don't know if it's this Chinese trailer Red Dead Redemption. I mean, that's what it looks like Japanese, to me. I think. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but like I watched this and the whole time I was like in awe of how beautiful it was. Yeah, it does look incredible. Like I couldn't find anything about it that didn't look good, but I still couldn't find myself wanting to play it at the end either. Okay. Like, I mean, well, as cool as this looks, does this really make you want to play it? No, like I said, it looks like Red Dead, which I was already I know Red is, Dead an is fucking phenomenal. I say Red Dead's a, I know an amazing game, so I would just play that before picking this up because I never did finish. This Red isn't Dead. a cowboy game. This is a like samurai game. It looks the fucking same though, as far as gameplay goes. Like I said, this looks phenomenal. I just can't figure out why I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll, maybe the story is amazing, like a Last of Us type situation. Maybe. Because Last of Us, I mean, don't I mean, we, this looks like it would be on par with like a God of War or Horizon or it looks like something like that to me. But like, I just don't find myself caring much. That shit's pretty cool. He just stabbed this guy right there. That's what I said. I, I can't find a, anything about it that doesn't look good. I don't know why I'm getting that feeling from it. Okay. Um, All right. Talk, here, let me get the, let me cue up the trailer for your pride and joy here. Yeah, I'm excited. I wish that you'd played the first one so we could like discuss it. <laughs> Have you watched any of the gameplay of it? No. They I didn't know like, they had a gameplay. They trailer. had a they had a fucking um a like dem- playable demo that everybody's playing at the fucking oh, booth. Sweet. And so like you, you can find like twenty minutes of the gameplay. That's sweet. You should pull it up. All That'll right. be better than the trailer. All right, so um, for those that don't know, we're talking about the game that I want more than any other game on the face of the planet. Nothing makes me happier than knowing that this is coming out on January 25th, 2019. Is it January twenty-fifth? It is January twenty-fifth, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I may have put that too. Let's see. Um, yeah, I did actually January twenty fifth RE two because I knew you yeah. we were going to talk about Resident it. Evil two. Um, if if you know me, if you watch this show at all, you should know that Resident Evil two is my single favorite game of all time, and Capcom is remaking it, and I've been eagerly, eagerly waiting to see some of this. Um, it looks fucking amazing. <laughs> um, so first of all, this whole sequence here, this is early on in the game when he first gets to the Leon gets to the first first gets to the police station. He um a lot of this is very similar to the original Resident Evil 2, but a lot of it's been altered. Um for example, when he first walks into that main hall, um the desk is there in front and the statues behind it. In the original game, the statues in front and the desk okay. is behind it. So they're reimagining it, which is good, which is what they should be doing. Um 
they've kind of like this guy gets torn in half. Um, it basically goes through a lot of the same stuff, but things have been changed. It's very much like when they remade Resident Evil for yeah. GameCube. Um, like it's a much prettier, it's basically the same thing, but things have been added. Things have been changed. Are you a little bit worried that it might be too similar to Resident Evil 6? No. Um, I I saw rumors that it was going to have the over-the-shoulder camera perspective. Yeah. So like, And it looks Resident like it does. Evil, so Resident Evil has had three basic different kinds of cameras it's used. It's used a fixed camera angles in the early games. Where it's like kind of like almost top-down, like at a thir- three-quarter angle. They're different spots. Yeah, like over. each it's room just, you go Every room in. has a fixed camera. Yeah. Um, in different angles right. and things like that. That's how I always remember um, seeing it. Well, like the great thing about that was it controls what you can <laughs> see. It sucks. It controls what you see. So it makes it easier to scare you. Sure, sure. Um, later on, they moved on to the over-the-shoulder camera angle, which is what they've got here. And then with Resident Evil 7, they moved to the first person. So when they had rumored that this was going to be over-the-shoulder, over-the-shoulder was always my least favorite camera angle in Resident Evil because I felt like it was the least scary. Okay. Um, like the originals are what I fell in love with, so I love the fixed cameras. I understand they wanted to move past that to move forward. Um, I felt like first person was phenomenal. That being said, I heard this rumor that it was going to be over the shoulder for Resident Evil 2. Obviously, that's been confirmed. But after looking at this, I feel like it's the best choice. Really? Yeah. I think it's better that they do it this way. And it looks pretty cool. Um, I'm learning now that it wasn't necessarily the over the shoulder camera angle that I didn't love about that camera angle. It was about the fact that those games were more action oriented. Mm. And that was part of it. Whereas this has gone definitely a strong horror route. Yeah. So I don't mind the over the shoulder nearly as much because it's still horror. Okay. So I feel like maybe in those other games, if they had kept the theme of horror and less action-y, the camera wouldn't have bothered me so much. Okay. Um, so I've kind of changed my position on that now. I, I do think first person could work really well for this, but I don't know that that's a good way to approach a remake of a game that didn't have a first... Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, that's Marvin right there. He's obviously his his uh, character has been expanded in this version. He's got a lot more of a presence. Um, well, how excited are you for this? I'm more excited than any video game of my entire life. <laughs> I was like trying to explain to people like <laughs> this game came out almost 21 years ago. Yeah, and it's been my favorite game. You were how old when it came out? Uh, eight, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this has been my favorite game my whole life. I've been waiting, obviously not 21 years, but yeah, no. probably 17 years. Like, please remake this, make it better, <laughs> do it again. Like, I've just always, like, I've always wanted this. I didn't think they were ever going to do it specifically because it's the second one. Well, I mean, like, it's one thing to remake the original. I didn't yeah. think they would ever just pick Resident Evil 2 and remake it. Well, this one's regarded. I mean, as a non-Resident Evil fan, I know for a fact that this one is regarded as the best one in the entire series. Well, it was until Resident Evil 4. Now that's... Everybody feels that way. Really? I disagree. I mean, I've never heard anybody talk more about any Resident Evil than this one. This is my, like, maybe I said, I was my like, favorite game ever. Maybe because I was around for like this one being released. I, re- I remember watching Sean and my brother Eric play through most of this game um, at the time. And I remember it being cool. It was just too scary for me. Well, this definitely looks like it's gone way down the rabbit hole in the scary vibe. It's way darker. Yeah. Um, looks cool. The, the atmosphere is fucking amazing. I would watch a Let's Play of this. 
If you do, if you maybe do I'll this, do the whole game. Yeah, do it. I'll do the whole fucking thing. Do a speed run of it. Your first time uh, for playing it. <laughs> it looks challenging too, which I like. It yeah. looks very difficult. You think you'd be able to speed um, run it immediately? No, because they're changing a bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. So it's not going to be. If it was exactly like the first one, I could definitely speed run it. <laughs> if it was going to be exactly like the first one, I could speed run it in two hours. <laughs> but. Um, right. This one, they said this one's supposed to take about around 20 hours. Damn. They also said, like, uh, one of the big features of this game was the zapping system. So, like, there was the Leon campaign and the Claire campaign. And then after you beat one, you get the other one's mm-hmm. B scenario and all that. They said they've done away with that. But what they're doing is they both will have campaigns that are separate that tell both sides. But of it the goes story. back and forth between it? I don't, I don't, I think they're separate campaigns. Oh, okay. Cool. But it's not going to be the zapping system where it's exactly the same for both of them yeah. in the first playthrough. And then there's a separate, like, it's not going to be like that. They're each going to have their own campaign, okay. which I think is perfectly fine. That's that's totally cool with me, um, as long as they have both sides. Okay. Uh, um, they did show Mister X in it, and he's got like a fedora, and he's looking like Freddy fucking Krueger and shit, which <laughs> is a little weird because it's not how he looked in the first. But he looks yeah. great though. Um, a hand gets ripped through him. That's supposed to be Willie B, William Birkin. Um, Do you think it's going to be an improvement, though? And, and all, like, this looks amazing. This looks like uh-huh. exactly what I want. Um, I'm very excited. Sorry. Although, though, I w- there was a part of me that really wanted it to be in first person just for yeah. VR. Maybe they'll have like the option. I wanted VR. That'd be cool. I want VR. This might. I mean, well, then again, it is coming out in shit six months. Yeah, it looks fucking Seven great. months. Um, they have announced it. Hunk and Tofu are going to be in it, and they will not be a DLC. They'll be on disc, oh, which is cool. fucking awesome. Um, That'd be sweet. I think they, they said that they are doing the alligator. There were rumors the alligator wasn't going to make it in. The alligator is going to make it in. They, they'd be crazy not to make like a VR mode. I mean, they have to have something. Maybe like another like. I special- mean, this whole thing is like, and that's the thing too. Is like this is made in the Resident Evil engine. Yeah, for seven. So it's already like, there. If you look at like the inventory and things like that. Um, when he when he first gets the knife from Marvin, there's a part where he goes over and he cuts the tape on the box yeah, to hit that. the switch. It looks just like the one in Resident Evil 7. Cool. There's all these things. So like this game really, to me, looks like they took Resident Evil 2's whole game and kind of crossed it with like the camera angle from Resident Evil 4 and the engine of Resident Evil 7. So it's like this fusion of those three games, which... Let's be very clear. Those are the three most prominent games in the series. Yeah, like those are the four and seven are the ones where it was reinvented both times and still universally loved. Okay, so like and two is my favorite of the first three. So like, it definitely looks like they took all of the best three games and like took the best elements from each of them and merged it into this like fucking masterpiece and it just fucking looks amazing. <laughs> and um, I'm also really really hopeful, although I don't know that it'll happen. I'm really hopeful because I think this game would share so many assets with Resident Evil 3 the same way that one in, or two and three did yeah. initially that they would remake three two. Oh, it's, please, please. <laughs> They'd be silly not to. But this looks, this is fucking amazing, bro. They might as well. This know. looks so fucking good. This does look pretty sweet. Oh, my dick is so hard, but balls are aching. <laughs> well, that's sweet, man. I'm glad you finally got your wish because it was never even confirmed until E3, right? Well, they had announced they were doing it okay. in 2015. Gotcha. They basically came out with this video because at the time there were, um, there was like this group of like, just fans that were making a fan project that was remaking this like Resident ah. Evil 4 and Capcom had to shut it down. Okay. And then they came out with this video and they were like, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> um, he had a t-shirt and said, we do it on it. <laughs> um, but so they announced they were doing it and then nothing for three years. Yeah. 
And so everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? And that's when they, when they can't, because everybody was like, it has to be in development hell. Something's wrong. They're going to cancel it. And then they, uh, basically at E3, they were doing an interview and they're basically like, yeah, when we did that, all we had was a slideshow and a stack of papers to present this project. We hadn't even started it yet. Wow. So that's why they hadn't had any announcements since then. Like everybody was under the impression they had been working on it yeah. at that point. And that's why they announced it. They announced it because they had to shut down the fan project. Hmm. And so they wanted to tell you, like, we're not shutting this down to be dickholes. Right. Like, we're, we're making this ourselves. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, you can't blame them for that. No, I don't blame them at all. But they, they should have said that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Instead of make people wait, yeah. especially fans that have been waiting on it. But, like, this this just looks like everything I've ever wanted. Um, other than that, uh, I didn't have any other notes on E3 at all. Um, I did watch a couple of the Switch trailers for... I didn't watch any of the Switch stuff. Super Mario Party looks fucking incredible. It's just called Super Mario Party. I, the trailer has people putting like somebody having their Switch and like somebody else having theirs, like putting them together. Like, I saw that. I saw that. Like that looks so break. sweet. I've never seen anything like it. It looks awesome. Bring our Switches together and Fuck play yeah. something here. Fuck yeah. Um, that shit looked pretty cool. Um, I did watch a trailer. The trailer for Smash, which did, I'm not a huge. I'm not big on Smash Brothers, but it looks pretty sweet. Did they announce anything about how to hack the system yet? Not yet. Um, I will tell. I was you, hoping Nintendo told us. <laughs> oh no, Nintendo didn't. But here's what, I'll give you a quick update that from what I've read. First of all, Team Executor, um, who developed all the tools and f uh, custom firmwares for the Xbox 360, they're legit as fuck. I I fucked with them for a long time. Bought all their products and used them, you know, quite a bit when I was doing um, 360 modding. They're releasing the first physical thing you can buy that will hack your switch um it's coming out very soon but um soft mod is still in the works without having to buy something and that was the that one's the atmosphere thing but <laughs> that one's still coming no no clue when but i actually just read earlier somebody had like a beta version of or something so i don't know could be very soon we'll see Hurry um, up. But other than that, um, I didn't see anything else about Switch. I watched a trailer for a couple other games I never heard of. Thing is, they like, I, I know that they showed off some more Pokemon Let's Go stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't even feel the need to watch it. Like, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's done. Like, I don't need to see anything more on that. Um, one of them was a game called, like, uh, something X Machina. Hold on. Machina? No, it's called, like, uh, hold on. Damon X Machina. I don't know what that is. Um, here, I'll show, show the viewers real quick. This is like some kind of... It looks like a fucking like mech game. Is it like Armored Core? But like, look at the fucking graphics on it. It looks really cool. Is it like Armored Core? Um, I guess. Look, you, this is gameplay right here. This looks like Armored Core. You're, you're like a dude like in fucking... Uh, what's it look like? Um, like Armored uh, Core is what it looks like. I don't know. You're like a, in a Do big you not exo know what armor core is? I've never played armor core. It looks like a dude in a big exo like robotic skeleton playing against like uh or fighting big giant monsters and shit. But this I mean, is a Switch game. Kind of what armor core is. Like you just, you build like mechs so you can like change like your arm okay. weapons and stuff and you just like yeah. run and shoot stuff. That sounds but sweet. It, it looks like armor This core. shit looks incredible though. I mean I I would play this I without used to a love doubt. Armor core when I was a kid. So that's a Damon X Machina. Check okay. it out. Cool. New armor core. <laughs> Other than that I don't think I watched anything else on Switch. Um, I'm sure there's stuff I'm forgetting here, but that that runs through my list. I know there's shit still happening, as far as I know. I think there were still some other conferences and stuff, so um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Um, uh, I didn't pay attention oh, at all. For I Fortnite know, came out for the Switch, too. I have it downloaded. Yeah, I um, downloaded it, too. 
Well, I, mean, I just figured that's a good way for me to get my PUBG fix when I'm not at home. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did see there was a bunch of stuff on Anthem. I haven't watched any oh, of yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I'm same. I, I just seen... I would expect that to be something you really cared about. Yeah, I saw article... It's supposed to be much like Destiny. Yeah, I saw article that said it's more Destiny than Mass Effect. But, I mean, it could be the de the new thing I'm going to be hip to instead of Destiny. I mean, he says, I haven't played Destiny 2 since a month after launch. You know, I, I'm looking forward to Anthem. I, I mean, from what I've seen, it looks amazing. I hope it lives up to the hype. You haven't played Destiny? All that Destiny hype, and you're like, meh. Well, Destiny 2 just, I mean... I you, heard it was let down. After a couple months, you've done it all. I mean, honestly, don't get me wrong. There's still some shit I could have done, but I just don't have time for it. And not to mention, it's just, it, it got repetitive quick. They took, they they fixed Destiny 1 for three years and made it damn near perfect by the time the, its life is over. Then Destiny 2 came out, scratched it all, started back at square one, and just... Fucked it all up again, and now they're just trying to rewrite history by fixing it over the next couple of years. Who knows? By the time the next expansion comes out, maybe it'll be amazing, but I probably won't find out. Honestly, I love Destiny. Destiny holds a special place in my heart, but um, and I'll still follow it and keep up with what's going on with it. But I had to pass on Destiny. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. It is what it is. Destiny one, one of my favorite games of all time. I mean, it'll go down in history for me. I don't know. Yeah, not me. Um, well, man, you got anything else you want to touch on, talk about real quick? Um, um, I did play. I, I got a game on my Switch. I don't remember what it's called, but it was a game that I played a lot when I was a little kid, and I just saw it. I never knew what it was called. I can never remember it. Um, but when I saw it on the Switch, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And I downloaded that shit. Hold on. Let me what see if it? I can find what it's called. It's like Caveman Ninja or something. Oh, it's Joe and Mac. It's a remake of Joe and Mac, right? It's not a remake. It's it's Caveman Ninja. It's like a sequel. This right here. Can you pull it up? Yeah, right I'll just pull it up here. But it's hey, we're root, and we can save. Hold on. That. Yeah, it's fucking Joe and Mac. I don't know what Joe and Mac is. That was a show, uh, a game that was out for like the Super Nintendo. I remember um, I played it on PC. Oh look, this game. This is five years ago. This is Joe, literally Joe and Mac. But it says Caveman. Yeah, that's Ninja. it. Yeah, um, Caveman Ninja for the Nintendo Switch. First look. Yeah, I mean, it I don't feel like a remake though. It looked like the original. I don't remember it being called Caveman Ninja. I remember it being. I called never knew what it was called. Joe I just Mac. saw it on there. I was like, "That's the game I played as a kid," and I downloaded that shit, and I've been playing it, and it's so much fun, bro. Really? Like it's there still it every bit as much. Yeah, I already beat that dinosaur. <laughs> I beat him. Yeah, that game's pretty cool. It's a co-op too. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah. I remember my girlfriend at the time. That was one of the only games she would play. <laughs> I wonder if we can play this online together. I don't know. That'd be cool. You should get it. No, I can get it for free, maybe. It's like $8, bro. Yeah, I ain't paying $8 for that. This shit is so fun. Fuck that. That's cool and all, but I can just play the I, It didn't cost me $8. I'll just play the ROM. I had a bunch of points for my Switch. Oh, cool. Because you get the little points when you buy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you, you'd be buying shit on there, man. I haven't bought I a single thing. On I there. had a bunch of stuff on there. But I be playing it too. You don't be playing it. I know. You could be cheap and stingy and not like pay for anything except for the thing's not out yet. So basically, your switch is sitting around collecting dust because you're being cheap. Like even now, if I can get all, Fortnite on it, even if I can get all the same stuff later on for free, I'm getting an extra year out of my switch that you're That's not true. getting. You're right. You're right. But I got other, I got so much backlog. It doesn't make sense for me to buy games for that when I can just play. I just bought Rage. I just I got 900 Steam games to play. You know, like I got other shit to keep me busy. I ain't sweating it. Yeah. So, well, so I've been enjoying this. I like this game. This yeah, game's it's fun. It's a good game. Well, I, I like it was another one of those like I didn't know how it was going to hold up. Yeah. 
Like I don't know how much. Like I know I loved it as a kid. It's cool that they. But like, like maybe the nostalgia was more yeah. than. But like I've been playing it and I've really had a lot of fun with this game. <laughs> this game is awesome still. All right. Yeah. Looks cool. Yeah. Like um, it. Last but not least, um, you just want to save Survivor talk for next week. Are we scratching that? We can save it for next week because I didn't watch episode three. I've only watched All the right. first two still. Um, <laughs> oh, I did have one question about Survivor. Okay. Who's filming? The camera crew? They have like a camera crew that's living on the island too. Yeah. They probably swap them out. Like, it's just weird. They, they show. I know how reality shows work for the most part, but it just seems so strange that like one where they're all like starving on an island, uh, the camera crew is still there like following them around and shit. It's just kind of weird. Um, I mean, they just don't get the food that the camera crew gets. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I guess. Um, there's a show. Uh, did, did you hear about the show called The Island? Came out a couple years ago. It was, um, I think it was on ABC. I think it only had one season because they didn't do. You got to turn this off because I'm having a hard time not watching it, bro. <laughs> like, I really like this game. A lot. Um, well, there's a show for the island, or called the Island, that came out a couple of years ago on ABC, where it was survive. It was essentially Survivor, except there's no games. They just put you on the island. There was no camera crew. The people there, one of the people on the island was like a cameraman by trade. Like that's what he did, and like he was the one filming. Um, but they had nothing. Like it was just them. They had a radio that they could call if they were in an emergency. Well, that was it. I will say this because people since they found out that I've been watching Survivor, they've been trying to get me to watch other things like Naked and Afraid yeah. and Survivor Man and all this other stuff. That stuff's not going to do it for me. Um, the number one thing that I like about Survivor more than everything else is it's like a sport. Okay, yeah. Like it's a competition. They're competing. Yeah. Like watching a season of that is like watching a year of basketball. Sure. Where like at the end, like you have a championship, like whatever, like I like watching the arc of the competition and who's winning and who's losing. Yeah. More than I like the them being on an island. Just thing. being on the island, yeah. Like so I while gotcha. everybody else tries to get me to watch all this other stuff, I'm like, I don't think I would even like that other stuff. Well, I'm not trying to get you to watch. I was just merely no, saying you. I'm just comparing because that seemed like I, I, I like that style of like, okay, that they're actually the ones filming and shit. But I, for Survivor, I like that, you know, they're working towards something. They As a team, if they win, they get like fucking pillows of blankets and yeah. shit like that. You know, I think that shit's really cool. So I, I, I've i watched three episodes now. The, literally the only three episodes of Survivor I've ever watched of the 30-something seasons. Well, like, I don't know if people understand when they're watching Survivor how much like a lot of those other things affect the game. So like when they do the... Um, reward challenges yeah like one team wins food the other one doesn't yeah and it's like that's not just a luxury like that's an advantage going into the next challenge because you now have energy that they don't have or like you win a tarp yeah well that's not just a luxury because if you're not sleeping in the fucking rain and the other team is you're getting better sleep yeah you know what i'm saying so like there's all these things where it's like it means more than just the reward yeah i feel you like I like that. It would be integral to be winning challenges and winning rewards in order to be winning like the immunities and things yeah. like that. So like I really like it from that aspect. I also like I like watching it because like there's all these people that they bring back. And some of them are really good at certain things and other ones are really good at other things. So like there's one character, one guy, his name's Russell Hance. And he might be the best guy that I've seen play this game, period. Yeah. Of any of them. Except for he's missing one part of his game. What? 
his social game. So like he can go to the fucking end every time. Like he will beat everybody and go to the end. He like finds all the hidden immunity <laughs> idols. Like just nobody can ever get him out. He's fucking sweet. And he gets all the way to the end, except for he plays such a scummy game that nobody ever votes for him at the end. <laughs> so it's like he, he can get to the end better than anyone. But he can't win because <laughs> nobody ever likes him. <laughs> like the first season I watched with him, he like shows up on day one. He's like, I'm going to stir some shit up, cause some chaos. And he waits for everybody to go to sleep. And he like pours all the fucking water out and sets their socks on fire. The wow. next day they're like, where did our socks go? And he's just laughing like, <laughs> what an asshole. But he's like fucking with, I mean, it's definitely asshole-ish. But on one hand, it's absolutely strategic because if you're making everybody else uncomfortable, you are giving yourself every advantage. I guess so. And he's like, he's fucking good at it. But like when he gets to the end, nobody's voting for that guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sounds like a bitch. So like there's like. Yeah, I would not vote for him. Well, like the thing is, is like when he's in these seasons, the people watching the show love that guy. Yeah. Like I, he's one of my favorite guys <laughs> in the whole show, even though he's a douche. Yeah. Like he's one of my favorite. He like, just he's just like dude, you're fucking sweet at this. Like yeah. you really are good at this. I can, I can appreciate it. But that. the people that are playing with him fucking hate him. <laughs> I can see that. Like there's another guy, Rob Mariano, like Boston Rob. He's like really fucking good. Like, you, a, like watching the, you like watching the all-star seasons. I just watched heroes versus villains. Okay. Which is far and away the best season I've seen. Okay. It was really good. And I know that there's a Heroes versus Villains 2 coming up. I hope that one's as good because, man, that one season was really good. I've, right. I'm, at this point, here I've even got a list of which seasons I've watched. When that Heroes versus Villains 2 comes out, we'll watch that one. Well, I think it's already out. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, because Heroes versus Villains was like season 20. I think Heroes versus Villains is like, or Heroes Villains 2 is like 25. Oh, okay. Um, hold on. I'll tell you where I'm at because I have a list. I'm trying to keep track of which ones I've seen. Um, so I've watched season eight and nine, and then I've watched fourteen through twenty-four. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. See all my empty seasons yeah. that I still have to watch. So like the seven, that's us. Yeah. But um. Okay. So like Heroes versus Villains two is like in here somewhere, but the the one thing that's really good about the All Star seasons or like the Heroes versus Villains and stuff is when you watch a lot of the seasons of Survivor, you learn that certain seasons are substantially better than others. Okay. And it has nothing to do with anything other than how well the casting went, how sure. good the people are on the show. Sure. How interesting they are. Um, so the good thing about the all-stars and the heroes versus villains is they're bringing back all the best characters. Yeah. So they know like, what they're doing. So like with heroes versus villains on episode or season 20, the reason that that was so much better was because normally in a reg in an average season, you have like three or four really good like characters you really like or whatever. Um, I've had seasons like I watched one season. I think it was uh, Vanuatu. That was like the most boring season of all of them. Like there was just <laughs> nobody good in that season. <laughs> Whereas like here's versus villains. There's 20 people. Yeah. Which normally there's 18 in each season. Here's versus villain was 20. Okay. And like 18 of them were great characters. Okay. So it was like a lot more intriguing. So if I watch another season, that'll probably be one that I watch. It was really good. All right. I mean, I don't know if you would appreciate it as much out the gate because you aren't familiar with the characters from the previous seasons the yeah. way I am. But I can guarantee you by the end, like it'll be noticeable how much better these characters are than the other ones. I can see seasons. that. I can see that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're still watching season seven. I've um. We'll get through episode four. All right. By next by next week, we'll we'll talk episodes one through four. Yeah. So if you want to catch up with us, they're on Hulu. I found them on YouTube as well. But check them out if you want to 
hang with us on some Survivor talk. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. We're at. Uh, let's see where we're at. It's got to be long as I know, shit. I know we had it, so much. Today. That was a long good one. Two and a half hours, man. Yeah, that was a that good was a one. Long one. Um. Anything else you want to drop real quick before we leave? You good? Check out your music. Um. Do yeah. that stuff. <laughs> buy my music. It's ends baby. I forgot those CDs. Dude. Oh, you cocksucker. God damn it. God damn it. I have, well, I mean, I'll be back here in a couple days, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, Smoothie, we got you, buddy. Smoothie bought, a, co- you, he bought a couple, a copy of Blood's, Blood Works. You. We'll hook High him up. High fives to you um, guys. So, itsendsbaby.com, keezy.com, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iconoclash.net. All that, you bitch, you. Catch you next time. Wait, Thanks for listening. On, I got my sound effects. We got to <laughs> We got to close this sucker out. Thanks. All right. Peace out.